There is mild explicit content in this episode. In this episode we touch upon heated topics. There is no intent to be malicious in this episode, expressing different opinions is something that should be normal. With that being said enjoy my conversation with East Valley. And we're rolling East Valley from Atlanta, right? Yes, sir. Are you like born and raised Atlanta? Uh, born and raised Atlanta, um, but I grew up with Mexican parents. You know? Okay. Yeah. How about you, man? No, I just live outside of Toronto. I like to keep it fairly vague. I just say Toronto or outside of Toronto, just because it keeps it keeps the possibilities open. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It does. Yeah. So you're learning French. Yeah. I, feel, I feel that was like a lame segue. That was like some some entertainment. <laughs> so I hear you're learning French. Yes, sir. I am. You know. Um, yeah, I got uh, like like earlier. I I have uh, my roommates from France, uh, Paris. If I'm if I'm being specific, uh, and so I mean, might as well, right? I might as well be trilingual while I'm at it. What other language do you speak? Spanish and English. All right. That, yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's good to have different languages. I, I just have English, so it's like, you know. Oh, does it like Toronto have like French as well now? Or like- no, not re- not really. I don't know. Toronto's kind of a melting pot of different things. It's like, we do learn French in school, but it's definitely not like the main focus at all. Especially with the pandemic, it's thrown to the wayside. Like French, that's that's more Quebec and everything. And like in terms of a city that like speaks French, like I, Quebec city. I don't know. I think Montreal has a big Anglophone population. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm fairly ignorant, but that's cool. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. How, what grade are you in then? I'm headed to grade 11, which is weird because it's like time flies, yeah. you know, you're 15, I, grade 11. I'm 15. Yeah. I have a late birthday. So Yo, that's fire. Man. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. That's crazy. So, Can I cuss? Yeah, I don't, I'll just say it's explicit. And you know what, honestly, like having the thing, like the explicit disclaimer beside an episode kind of makes it look cool. Like, <laughs> like it, it separates itself from like other things. So it's like, I don't care. I, I deem the podcast as explicit, although I don't curse or anything. Guests are free to. And, and it just having that orange E makes it look so much tougher than it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, I, I don't give off a tough vibe, you know? So yeah. it's like, if I have something else, that's kind of cool. Yes, sir. That does. That is kind of cool. Well, how'd you start with this, man? I'm kind of curious. I'm just like trying to do something, you know. And I and I like talking. I like the sound of my own voice. So I feel like podcasting is a good, good segue into um, doing what I like, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just start early before the market becomes saturated, and I have to compete with celebrities and stuff like that. Yo, it, it's it's. It's there's not really much of a market in podcasts. I listen to a couple. Who do you listen to? Um, I'm trying to like stay away from ones that are like similar to this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to stay away from like long form ones. Like uh, I'm a big Joe Rogan fan, and I noticed listening back to some of my old episodes, it's just like too kind of like it's almost like you want to stray away from like doing impressions of people you like. I'm sure you can kind of think of or you realize that in like making songs or anything like that. So it's like, I don't want to interpolate other people's ideas. So right now I'm listening to like Tiger Belly, which is a comedy podcast with Bobby Lee and his girlfriend, Kalila. Um, I'm listening to YMH, your mom's house. It's a fun podcast. It's comedy again. And that's kind of it. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's only so many hours in a day. 
Yeah. You've heard of um Tiny Meat Gang? Yeah, I love uh, Cody Ko and Noah Miller. Those guys are hilarious. Yeah, those guys are just fucking crazy. I mean, yeah. it's funny to watch those guys. Yeah. It's crazy how they can just, like, riff off of each other. And it's also cool that you can, like, have a dynamic with somebody like that. Because, like, I don't know anyone in my friend group or circle. Like, somebody mentioned bringing on somebody else. Like, uh, like I don't know if you watch uh, any podcast, but, like, a, a sidekick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? But, like, that's just not, like, the vibe of the show. So, And I also don't know anybody who I could, like, bounce ideas off of and be effective. So, yeah. Like, who do, you, who do you go after? Do you, I feel like I've seen some of your podcasts. Like, I've seen the one with Aiden. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw I saw that one, and I was really interesting. And I feel like um, I need to watch more because, like, I, the one with Aiden was really interesting. Because Aiden's a very interesting guy, especially at a young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's cool. He'll come on the sh- He'll probably come back on. I just don't want to, like I, – I, I've been booking a lot of guests, actually. I'm actually, like, trying not to screw up the dates and overbook or double book on the same date. But yeah, Aiden's cool. He's been on twice. It's been good. The second episode was much better. Just because I tried to give like an interview in the first. And it's weird interviewing a friend and trying to act professional. So it's like, yeah. it's just weird. Now that the vibe of the show has kind of been established, like that, that's fine. Yeah. You just kind of riff a bit and it's more natural. And, and people can just be people as opposed to like, you know, celebrities or trying to imitate a celebrity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like getting someone before, hopefully, the come up or, mm-hmm. know, like, that's not fire. Yeah, if I imagine, like, somebody I had on the podcast, anybody, like, whether that be the comedians I have on or, or um, it's mainly comedians and musicians right now, like, people making music and comics, like, that's that's what it is. So, if I can get somebody on the come up and then in five years, two years, whatever whatever the time is, they blow up. I have the hashtag on the episode. I have a monopoly on all the episodes. Uh they've done or all the podcasts they've done that's great because people want to learn about people so yeah that's smart as hell yeah. yeah i i guess that's why it's like i don't know tackling new things you seem to do something interesting so i'm like might yeah. as well might as well it. yeah man i mean you know music is music something i just recently not too long ago got into mm-hmm. um it's like and then, like, I started out making trap, I guess, like, a lot of people make, you know? Yeah, I, I listened to your collab album, Neighborhood Star. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I listened to that. And then, like, to see your post today where you're trying out different sounds is, like, fairly interesting. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I I enjoy making trap, but, like, at the end of the day, I mean, I had a friend that I met my first year of college, and her name is Bree, and I just, like, like, she's very into like r&b area Mm -hmm. like that side of the spectrum of music and so with her coming into my life i was just like man do i really want to make trap anymore you know yeah also like if you're trying to get part-time jobs at like the same time and like they do a scan of all the stuff you've done or they go through all the stuff you've done and they like see like grizzly like rap not saying there's anything wrong with like that genre i love the genre i listen to it a lot but it's like, I don't know, maybe that can be a problem trying to uh, fund your come up in a way. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I mean, especially in an industry where it's very saturated with like trap producers, like everybody's yeah. trying to hop on that wave. It's already too saturated. I, I'm looking for the next thing as a fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, what's next? It's because... like hard because like, it's like, you know, people, there's nothing wrong with type beats, but like, I just got it. I got 
something like came up to me and I was like, you know what? That's crazy that people pay for type beats. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to sound like someone else. Yeah, it, there was a producer who was on Genius and was talking about it and how it's just like, it cheapens the genre as a whole. Because if you look at pop like or, or rock or anything else, you wouldn't search up like, um, Foo Fighters type beat. You wouldn't you wouldn't search up Metallica type riff or or something like that. Yeah. So and the thing about rap right now is that the formula has become so simplified and so easy that if me a guy with no like uh, no singing ability decided to put up a track, download United Masters, put a song out, I, I could do it. It wouldn't be good, but I can manage and maybe get like a, a low number of monthly listeners. But like it's honestly like it's honestly in a way kind of like disrespectful to artists who are like putting in the work because like jake paul put out a song and it's like jake paul yo i listen to that and he's all his other shit so trash yeah that one was like blatantly ghostwritten like i saw a comment on like a fantano reaction video and i was like this is one of the most obviously uh it's the most it's obviously ghostwritten, like one hundred percent. Right? Is it designer? I don't know, but designer's in the video, and it's like because the formula is so simple. Even a guy like Jake Paul can can pick it up, put some money behind a music video, hire a bunch of producers, a hire a guy to mix it, and you know what? You have a a half, not e- I don't even want to say half decent, but you have a, a passable trap song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I you watch Fantano, huh? I I do like. I don't know. Well, I try to like not watch his reviews because then it tends to like, he's very convincing in his video. So it tends to like sway my opinion uh, yeah. on albums. Yeah, that's true. He'd be shitting yeah. on Logic low key. Yeah, he was. And you know what? I, I've seen Logic three times live. I don't think Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is a, is a very good album, but he wow. gave it a one out of 10. And like, that's harsh. That's harsh. It's not that bad though, right? It's all right. It's fine. It's not. It's not Logic's best at, at, by any stretch. Uh, I think Incredible True, the Incredible True Story, and Under Pressure, and even No Pressure are ten times better than Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. But to say that it's one out of ten, so that's ten percent. So you're telling me that ninety percent of the album is flawed? Like that's my problem with album reviews today. It's like, what's a seven? What's a three? You know, like you know. Like you're telling me there's a 40% or like a 40 point difference in a way, if you think about it, like that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Cause like, I mean, Confession of Dangerous Mind was not good. was not that great, but like it wasn't, it had like a gem or two, like five yeah, like, leaves and like, like Icy's not that bad. It's a passable song. Yeah. Um, Homicide is great. Like the title track is also great. I kind heard of, that one with Wiz Khalifa. Um, yeah. Still balling. Still balling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple gems, but he, he like the supermarket album was just like, Ooh. yeah, definitely nice. not. Like I respect the fact that he tried to do something different, but like definitely not a high point in his discography. But like in terms of art, artists experimenting with different sounds, like it's cool as long as you do it right, yeah. you know. But like, I don't think that's new either. I think Childish Gambino did it as well. Yeah, um, switch genres. Yeah, everyone does it. Everybody has to reinvent themselves at one point. It's like, or else you just have eight albums that sound the same, which is like not what you want in terms of legacy 
and just quality of your craft. That's definitely not what you want. No, like future, future has like, but if, in future's defense, I mean, he's already established himself in the culture. That that's yeah, he's does. a pioneer. That's the thing. It's like Young Thug, Future. They can stick to like similar sounds while still trying to do different things because they are pioneers in the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like they even if even if the mainstream moves to something else from trap, like it moves on to like a punk rock rap style, which seems to be like slowly picking up. I don't think that'll be the new trend. We'll see. But like um, he already still has like the original hold on the genre. So that's his forever, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, I mean, you've heard of uh, Ian Dior, like Port Stacy or any of those guys? Yeah, I've heard of Ian Dior. I don't know who uh, the second guy is you mentioned, but I do know who Ian Dior is. And like, even he has a song Prospect with Lil Baby, right? Oof, that one sounds like exactly what like Gunna and Lil Baby are doing, you know? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit like derivative of what other guys are doing. And like, even, even the beat, like, you know, the, the kind of, uh, how would you describe the instrumental? I'm not like, it's like it takes like um asian influence you could say so what it takes like asian influence you could say yeah like japanese guitar and yeah like i i don't i'm listen no malice in my heart when i describe this it's late so uh, bear with me but like um yeah i don't know it just seems very like cheap not not any knock on Ian Dior. if you want to come on the podcast you're more than welcome to yeah. but like i don't know it's just very derivative of what other guys are doing yeah it's it's hard to listen to a lot of that stuff nowadays because like, yeah you don't know what it sounds good because you already heard what's popping already you know yeah i thought you were talking about the jack harlow song for a second that one's hard though that one's yeah hard. the remix is even like i i honestly i'm i'm debating what song i like more i really dig the remix i think I, the remix is good but the the original is like yeah it's the, the hardest you can't part go of I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad bitch in the friend zone, like. Or even like um, the the line about like, I'd be discouraged from sharing my blessings. Uh, some people call it or not that like the one where he's talking about like, his friends' reactions. I don't even know the one in the in the lyrical lemonade video with the with the guy from Love Live Serve. That bar, I forgot. I I can't like I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but like yeah. Yeah, dude, Jack Carlo is such a – he's going to be big. Like, I really hope big. so. I hope it's not a one-hit wonder. Like, I like a lot of his songs. Like, Walk in the Park, I was listening to some of his old stuff. Like, Sundown's great. Cody Banks is great. He's got a lot of – he's got a lot of tracks. So, I don't know. Hopefully yeah. – it's like Blackie Speaks made a video on it. And um, he was like the panda effect. Because after Designer released that song – released that – the like, his biggest song – it's like you can't top that. So it's almost not helpful to release your first song and have it blow up. You want to have like consistent, uh, consistent like small growth. Like the only guy to really like come back after a one hit like song kind of thing or recover after the one hit wonder label is Post Malone. Because like oh, Fetty yeah. Wap went nowhere, you know. Because he just released all of his bangers really quick, and then he just went nowhere fast. Fetty Wap, yo, shout out to Fetty Wap. I think yeah. I always thought he was and, dope. Yeah, you know? I, I think he his sound his voice is very original too. Yeah. Like nothing against the guy, but like you know, whatever. Nah, kind of like Soldier Boy, low key. You yeah. Soldier Boy? 
Yeah, well, he had like the he had uh super or I don't even know the name of his song. I just know what's associated with Crank the song. That, yeah. Crank that, and then what? He had two songs. He had one more, I think. It was that uh, "Kiss Me Through the Phone." Yeah, that one, that one. And then he had that Breakfast Club interview and claimed he had the comeback of the year, which is like not true. Dude, it's like ah. But then also the Breakfast Club be going after people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like yeah, Soldier Boy is kind of a fool, low key. Yeah, lie. or what happened with the game console? He had that game console come out, and it was like a bunch of stolen games and like stolen hardware, and he just put it out there, and it was like difficult to find. He ripped everyone off with that. Yeah, and he said he was competing with um Nintendo and stuff. I don't know. <sighs> That's the thing. It's like the game is cheap now because. And I'm not referring to the rapper of the game, but it, it's cheap now just because everybody's everybody's going for like Instagram clicks and, and cheap clout, you know, yeah. nobody, nobody's trying to make something, you know, long lasting and interesting. Yeah, for real. I mm-hmm. mean, for me, like, that's another thing that I've noticed with the music. Um, I want to not make hip hop, you know, at a mm-hmm. standpoint, for instance, I released a song called Jellybean. Yeah, I listened to that. I'm like, this is not, a, a, it's not hip hop. Like, it might be hip hop inspired, but it's definitely not in that genre. No, not at all. You know, I mean, why I've held, I've held down on, I've held, eh, I've held on that beat for about a year. Mm-hmm. I was just wanting someone to hop on, and I've sent it to people, but like all these people are like very. Um, Did you make the beat? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. So you produce your own stuff, because oh, I noticed on your song Drive, it was like. Um, your friend like was on most of the track. So it's like, I was having a mini like uh, paranoia fit before the episode. I'm like, is this guy a producer? What is this guy? Uh, is he, does he do both? Like what's going on here? And then I was, yeah. I was like, okay, calm down. Yeah. He, he, he has a song where it's only him. So it's like, this is fun. Yeah. Like neighborhood star was the collab with the, with all star swan shot to him. Mm-hmm. That's a bold yeah. move to he's a what? He's a dad now. Oh, him. really? Well, you know, uh, congrats to him. Yeah, for real. But, yeah, I mean, wait, what's a bold move, by the way? It's a bold move to release a collab album as your first project, basically. Yeah, and I honestly, when I released that, I did not have a following. I still don't have a big following. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, honestly, like, I've been seeing rappers that have, like, thousands of followers and get, like, 30 likes on their pictures it's like wow you know because there's a lot of bots like that's the thing where it's like when i'm when i'm looking for someone to like do a podcast with i'm also looking at like monthly listeners like if they're interesting and have interesting things to say but like also you can kind of like gauge on how like a person operates based on their following like you can tell if somebody's inauthentic if they really like into the whole bot thing Mm -hmm. like if if they have like a 800 followers but somehow some way with a small following they have like 20,000 plays on spotify of a song they released on friday and it's now monday like you you can tell a person's it's like a bit inauthentic so it's like do i really want to have somebody like that on the podcast i don't know yeah i mean thank god that i mean it's crazy because i don't have many followings and for me it took a lot of courage to like even bother transition from making beats to singing mm-hmm. you know? because honestly to be honest with you i cannot sing i can just i'm just really good at the computer mm-hmm. and so i mean 
just the courage to be like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to release something and hopefully someone likes it, right? Yeah. And Jellybean had a very good, um, uh, I mean, it did not do numbers, like big numbers, you know? Yeah. It had a good response. A lot yeah, like, it, you know? like even with this, I, I had an episode, I think it's episode no, episode 32 with uh, Raphael. Check it out if you're listening to this now. It's a great episode. But it's like that got 60 views on YouTube. And for me, it's like, slowly building up a following it's like that's awesome yeah, yeah. I'm like that's awesome 60 views for like an hour-long conversation that's pretty good it's know? two hours it was two hours, two hours but yeah. it's like not necessarily everybody's like watching some people just like click on the video after like a certain amount of time and then they leave so it's not like it, it's only a select few that like really stick through the beginning or stick through the whole thing and like that's the thing with doing these it's like view time as well like, I don't know if you can find that with your songs, but it's like, people are very, their attention spans are like nothing. Yeah, yeah. So if, if, I don't know if like they listen to a song for 30 seconds and then they're like, nah, switch this song. But yeah. I notice with me, sometimes I catch myself on YouTube, uh, I'll half watch a video and then I'll click the next thing and then I'll half watch that. And then I'll click the next thing, watch a bit, jump onto another thing. And before I, before I like catch myself, I've realized that I've gone through 30 videos and I haven't consumed a single one properly. Yeah, I think that's like that's another thing with stuff like that because I with Jellybean I made it a minute and twenty eight seconds purposely because mm -hmm. I also took that into consideration the fact that people sometimes people just don't wanna like if you don't catch them in the first ten seconds they're gone mm -hmm. and then they're like yeah this is whack or whatever without even listening to the whole song maybe it's not whack but who knows right yeah so i mean i'm deciding to like keep that a trend and just keep my music minimum an hour well i mean not an hour like two minutes below below two minutes but um, then it's also like i almost want to do longer episodes it's like an f you to the system yeah so it's like i almost want to be like you know what here's a two and a half hour episode i did one with chase paves at a, his music's great you might want to check it out after shout out to that guy like the episode didn't do like as big as i or do numbers as much as i thought it would but like it, I, it's still nice to say like i did a two and a half hour episode i'm capable number one of having that conversation and keeping it interesting for two and a half hours he also did as well but like it's just i want to say like f you to the system like if I'm interesting enough to hold a conversation for X amount of time, I'm going to do that because you know what? F you like, I can do that. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, like what? And then it, like the selective ego in me comes out. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm 15. What other 15 year old is number one, doing a podcast. Number two, having a, trying to get new guests on every time. And, and number three, um, having these conversations well over an hour in a lot of cases. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't, do you ever feel like jitters talking to someone new? Sometimes like the past couple episodes, I've just kind of like, it, it's been a good stride. Like it's been good. Like, like this, la I, like I'm on a confidence ride, you can say, but like, sometimes you can even see like within the thir first 30 seconds, I'll have an awkward start. Hmm. And it's like, not the same as how it's been right now. I'll have an awkward start. I'll like, I'll say yeah to myself or I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. And I'll be like essentially talking to myself yeah. and it's just in a way almost to like soothe me or ease me into like this conversation with this person that I don't know. Yeah. That's like, that's kind of crazy to, cause I wouldn't, I 
I could never keep a conversation with someone uh, like random, you know, I mean, this is occasion because like we're talking, it's kind of like, it's kind of a theme, not really, it's just a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. But well, it's about, I- it's like, it's you, it's not like you're in it, right? So it's different for you to comment on something. Like you're not, you're not watching it, you're in it. Yeah. So like, I don't know, the vibe of this show is basically like, you may not know me on a personal level, but it's like, people can think of it as like just two buddies or two people just like having a chill conversation. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like, there's no pressure on us to keep a a specific topic for like two, two hours or something. Like I noticed with all, all of these like podcasts I like follow and like try to support and do my part. It's like, how the, how do you guys sustain talking about like one thing for so long? Like, I don't even get it, man. I don't get it. Like this, there's no seasons in this. And and that's another thing. Podcasts are like TV shows now. Like it's become, it's morphed into a new thing. Right? It's just, yeah. it's just weird. Like what, like? Like here, here's an example. Like, do you know the show The Office or have you watched it? Yeah. I'm not a fan of the show, but there's a podcast called Office Ladies, right? And it's, maybe these guys aren't like doing much right now. I don't know what their careers are at, nor, nor does that matter, but they have this podcast, right? And they do like, uh, they analyze each episode from like their perspective and, and that's become a series in and of itself. So they'll do one season, two seasons, three seasons, almost like a Netflix show, which is weird. That's not how I view podcasts. Like I take inspiration from like the ones that I watch where it's just continuous episodes. And it doesn't have a season structure. Yeah. Reacting to something seems very unoriginal. Yeah. Yeah. Also, having a podcast and talking about doing a podcast, just a moment of self-awareness here is kind of like a weird thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like talking about my my approach to doing this, which is like, whatever, who cares? It's not art at the end of the day. It's just I have a mic and that's it. Yeah. But like a lot of people don't want to take the time to do it though. You know what I'm saying? Like to do what? Just anything in general, or like a podcast. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it it could be anything to be honest with you. Like, oh yeah, I want to produce music. Oh yeah, I want to talk. I want to make because like at the end of the day, I think you have to like go and edit it and do other stuff. Or I like, don't edit much in this. If, if it's like sometimes, like there's one episode that was like two and a half hours, episode twenty seven, and I like looked for every single curse word, bleep this, bleep. It's so it's like not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, who wants to listen to something in your ears and then hear a loud beep in the back? It's so, it takes you out of the experience of just listening to something. Yeah. You do your own artwork too, huh? I see that. Yeah, I do it myself. I try to like, keep it cool. Like, I don't know. I, it's meant to just evoke like, good vibes, you could say. Like, like, I don't know. I just kind of draw something on a piece of paper, trace it, and then I put it out there. What program you use for that? I just use Photoshop, man. I just Photoshop? Keep it uh, simple. Like, I don't know. Yeah, trying to create stuff, like, yeah, like, back to the um, whole creative process of things, creating is not as easy as it looks, to be honest with you. Um, no, it's not. Especially from scratch, like, geez, like, I don't remember. It's been a while since I've used, like, samples, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Very, you know, because, like, I learned how to play the flute. I mean, um, I know. Listen I, to Matt. Listens to Mask Off one time. No I'm kidding. Mask Off. Oh yeah. hell, that's that's fine. That's actually sampled as well, if I recall. 
Yeah, it's oh. from Selma. It's uh, one of the songs from Selma. Selma, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think I saw like the genes deconstruction, this deconstructed of that, and the way was it Metro? I don't know if it was. It's if I feel like that's a Metro booming beat. I don't know why, but I feel it like was. it is. Yeah, but that whole that song well, it went like freaking platinum times ten. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's, it's a huge song. It's huge, but like that whole process, I really encourage like people to like do that. Start with that because I mean, it's just that it pisses me off a lot just to like see people already want to like sound like this this person that person that person, and barely do the effort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you want to make good content, look at your peers. Like, I look at Kenny Beats. You know who Kenny Beats? Yeah, yeah. I was actually watching a couple of the Cave freestyles today. Absolute fire. Yeah. Wow. Also, very original show idea. Like, it's, yes. it's, it's cool. Yes. He's just so... And the way he talks to people, the way he makes music, he doesn't just make hip-hop. He makes, like, rock, R&B, you know, like, very... Um, distinct beats he has yeah. a very unique and versatile style which is like i don't know he's one of the top producers in in the game right now so it's oh, like, most definitely yeah and i'm surprised like he's not even bigger than like maybe maybe the reason why metro Boomin's bigger is because he's a pioneer yeah he's also more mainstream kenny beats is like rico nasty's not necessarily or even denzel curry they're not necessarily like top in the game right now yeah, they're doing their own thing and crushing it in their in their respected like pocket of the of the genre, but they're not mainstream. Like Kenny yeah. Beats isn't producing for like Drake or anything. He should though. He could maybe, kill. maybe, but like he still can apply to like or he can still work to get like a mainstream sound. Like I don't know if you listen to phone numbers with Dominic Fike. Yeah, but like that. That's a fairly like pop mainstream beat. Great song, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kenny Beats is super talented. Not, nah, I mean, like I watched a lot of his Twitch. He's on Twitch now. And, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, I made a Twitch account, but I don't have any plans of. Li- I don't like live streaming. I don't. Yeah. I can't do it. I don't know. It's not for me. I mean, why? Why though? Is it just like too much? Um, to no, think- it's awkward. It's awkward, and like, just. Like, I don't have the largest following, right? So even when I go- try to do Instagram lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll see, like, that nobody's there, that two people are there, and they're not necessarily interacting with a thing, but I don't know how to keep people engaged in, like, a live stream. It's not like this, where I just talk to one person and we go our separate ways. It's cool. It's much more raw, you can say, even, yeah. like, though this is fairly raw. It's much more, like, I don't know. There's some, like, good live streamers I or, like, even just influencers on instagram that i know that know how to use like um instagram just like they just know how to use live properly and they know how to utilize it and they connect with people and like it's good late night content in a lot of cases it's kind of like six nine the way (laughs) yeah he like i'm excited to see this comparison yo it's like you would think that he would lose all his falling for everything that's happened right well he kind of has well, in a sense, yeah, but the way he, like, puts himself out there, the way all the stunts, the, the, the dumb stuff he does, everything he does to bring attention, like, he'll get a number one song on Billboard, right? His last song didn't even chart. Really? 
It was like a Spanish one, I think. It was yeah, Spanish. no, no, no. That was yeah, yeah. And then I don't know if the last song he made it, it is like it's called Punani. Um, like I don't know if that's a, a curse word. I'm not gonna bleep it out or anything, but like, you know, it didn't even chart. It didn't even hit Hot 100. So it's like even with the song Trolls, I wonder how many of those streams were authentic. Yeah, that's kind of. And then he had the um, audacity to say that. I forgot who I think it was like Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. Yeah, I said that there those were like, you know, fake and stuff. I mean, maybe, but maybe, but like you don't know. Yeah, no. I literally care. Yeah, he brought it up. It's like, oh shit, maybe. Well, like I don't know the whole. It's the whole thing with like bundling album sales and things like that. I think like, Nicki Minaj was pissed about that at once. Yeah, I think that was with Travis Scott. Well. Astro World has aged a lot better than her album Queen has. Not to oh. like diss on Nicki Minaj or anything, but Astro World is like almost considered like as a classic in, in a lot of with a lot of fans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. There's so many bangers on that. If not every song is a banger on that. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I, I would go as like I don't know. I don't really like coffee bean. Like, I don't know. Coffee bean, ah. It's all right. Like yeah. NC seventeen isn't all that great. Yeah. Have you heard of Astro Thunder? Yeah, yeah, that one's great. Um, like the production on that is crazy. Skeletons is great on that tra- on that album. Carousel, uh, like Stargazing, Stargazing. Sicko Mode. Like, there's yeah, there's maybe a couple exceptions. Uh, I think well. I had this argument with a with a friend the other day, and we were ar- we were arguing about whether Nicki Minaj is considered a goat. I'm like, dude, yes, like he, she's a goat because, but, like, you know, she's a she she might not be very highly looked at at the moment right now, but like if you look at what she's done, you know, like she's had some hits. And maybe they might not fall between you and me because we're like, you know, we're guys. We we're like, not the demographic. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but in a mainstream sense, in a whole, you know, she's she's done numbers. She's done her part. She's even influenced other – I would say she even influenced other female rappers. Oh, 100%. You know? Like, that's the thing with the term goat. It's dumb. It's a dumb yeah. term. It's overused. It's like, what is a goat? Because if really, like, greatest of all time, you can only have one. There's only, like, one greatest of all time. And the thing with art is that it's subjective. And the term is blatantly overused. It's so annoying. Like, I don't know. If we could stop comparing and start appreciating, like, maybe that, maybe that would be better. But, like, she's a pioneer 100%. Like, nobody can take away the fact that, like, she's a pioneer in female rap, at least for this generation. You know? Yeah. Like, Megan The Stallion. And even Cardi B, like all, it's all the same like influence bubble. Uh, there's a lot of older uh, female rappers like Lil Kim, and, and all that. But like Nicki Minaj, you could say took it to another level. Yeah. Ah, dude, her song was six nine. Honestly, her verse was better than six nines. I'm gonna yeah, lie. it's uh, not the best song. It's not a great song, but like you know, it it popped a bit, and then it was whatever. But and now she's she's a mother she's a mother to be so you know that's wild to think about yeah nah cardi b i think is one of the most annoying (laughs) did you hear it like there was a whole controversy with her new song wop 
oh, <laughs> I saw that. It was like, listen, I, I, I enjoy some of the Cardi B songs. Like, for instance, the one she had with Bad Bunny and... Um, uh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. It was a good song, you know, a good party song. You like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like, yeah. Yeah. But WAP is not it, man. It's just not it. It was a solid return. Like, she hasn't put out a song in a long time. Yeah. I guess it's another thing that goes back. Like, I just don't really like the, um, the fact, the way, the things they talk about there is very, like, I guess sexual. Vulgar, yeah. But, like, in the women's sense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's vulgar. And I don't know, maybe people, I don't know. That whole debate is, like, strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah women should be able to express themselves because men do. And then at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily care. As long as kids aren't listening to this song or, or like songs like, you know, even Juicy Day's like Slop on My Knob. Like oh. as long as they're not listening to like vulgar songs, then I don't care. It's meant for, she made it for adults. It's meant to be consumed for like, you know, that young 20 something or even like older, like raunchy type thing. Yeah. It's like, as long as kids don't consume it, who cares? You know, keep them innocent. Yeah. Keep them. You know, some kids watch that music video or like. Yeah, like. Yeah. One yeah. like, or even kids just getting exposed to like crazy things. I remember walking out of the theater watching Joker, and like there was these two ten-year-olds or like two young kids with their parents. Their parents look like they just failed at their job of being parents, and these kids look scarred. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. Joker's a tough watch. Joker's yeah. a tough watch. I've mentioned it on the show before, but like, I don't know. I feel like kids, kids need to be kept, you know, yeah. innocent and like, I don't know. We're, kids are growing up too fast nowadays and that's, that's not cool. Or like they'd be going into like Fortnite a lot. Yeah. Well, like even, even Fortnite, it's like, instead of saying kill, they say Elim. So it's like, I'm, I'm not mad at that. No, that's not bad. But and it's all like designed to be like the simulation game you're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, props to them. At least they're not playing, like, Warzone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I dodged that whole Warzone craze. I don't know what that's all about. I'm like a grandpa sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Warzone will be fire. I mean, it's a fun play. It's a fun play. But, you know, it's a hit or miss for people. Mm-hmm. But um, real quick, back to WAP. Um, I watched a music video because it was so, so, it was such popping. It was crazy. I was like, all right, let me watch it. And the yeah. most pointless thing there is Kylie Jenner. Yeah, but like I don't know, who cares? She she looked good, but like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you there for? Like, you know, I was like, she opened a door, walked and opened a door. I was like, okay, it was a cameo. So what? But like, what? She opened it. It was a cameo. Like I don't know. Did she get paid for that? Maybe. Who knows? I mean, pointless, dude. Pointless. And then Cardi B just looked raunchy as hell. Like rowdy. I mean, it, it's a. She it, knows what she's doing. Let's she, knows, here. That's smart. she knows what she's doing. The song did absolute like numbers, and it's like in terms of a song being like good, I don't think it's gonna age well. Like it doesn't have a timeless sound. It's not that catchy. Mm. Like I don't know. It's it's probably it probably will be around for a bit. Maybe the, maybe uh, like a reference, like uh, culturally yeah, speaking, like, it might be significant. Like I don't think the people are gonna remember the song. Like, people are already not talking about the, the quality of the song. They're talking about the statement around it. Yeah, it's wild. This, I mean, they, they're, they're, I guess you can also say, like, they're just, they're killing the game with that type of sound and that type of um, vibe. 
But yeah, like, I don't know. She's making her money. What do I care? Yeah, you know, like, you know. do you listen, do you do you know who? Are you familiar with her by any chance? Or yeah, she was nominated for album of the year, right? Yes. Like and she has the quality of her music is very, very like top tier. Yeah, like I think that side of music, you know, there's no right or wrong to music. Obviously not. You know, you do the way you can express yourself, or you know, um. But that I love that you know vibe you know love or just independence of um because she's very she the way she makes music is like I'm independent mm-hmm. and I don't need no guy to like you know help me do this or do that mm-hmm. but by the way it's just you know props to her but like on like that's one side of the spectrum but if you think about it WAP could be interpreted as like an independent message of just like being like you know, f- so freaky that you don't even need a guy. You're doing your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like uh, two two sides of the same of the same coin. I don't know. It's it, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. That's a good analogy for that. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know. I was listening to Megan The Stallion in that song, and I'm like, those are some pretty crazy demands. Yo, <laughs> you're asking too much, bro. Like, <laughs> Ask too much, mom. Like, I don't know. If, if you're capable of doing that, like, as a, as a dude, you know, yeah, can't speak from experience, but, like, I don't know. Seems like a lot to ask for, Megan. Yo. Hope you're recovering <laughs> well from your injury, by the way. Uh, yeah, pretty... Megan, Megan expected that from Tory Lanez, and it just did not happen. Well, that's a, that's a whole different situation. I don't know. I don't know, but I was reading, com- like, you know, the account rap on Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they were posting about it. And then you go into the comments and it's like, no support for Megan the Stallion. They do not care. They're yeah. like, so much for being a savage now, Megan. Like, nobody cares. You're milking this. It's like, she got shot. At the end of the day, she still got shot. And people are like, next thing. We demand We demand more. Move on. Yeah, I didn't see much about Megan. Like, oh, yeah, pray for Megan. You know, she got shot in the foot. Now they're just roasting Tori. Yeah. And roasting her, too. They're like, it's a... Yo, it's a meme culture, man. Yo, this this um society is just crazy. We're both yeah. soft and not, and and as well, no um compassion. Sometimes. Yeah, we're soft when it has to do with us. Everything is cool until it gets to our problem. Once it's our problem, then it then it's you know hate speech. It wasn't it wasn't a joke. It was a statement. And you know the term hate speech. That's a whole different debate. That's not really what I mean when I'm saying this. It's just like. Bill Burr was talking about this, I think on Rogan, or he's mentioned this a lot on like talk shows and stuff. It's like, everybody's cool with free speech until it gets to their thing. And that's basically it. Yeah, that makes sense. People are soft, but like, they also want to give off that vibe of like, they're tough and street and like, I don't know, they kind of romanticize the idea of being like, you know, a real G. A G, yeah. yeah. You'll find that with so many people here in like Atlanta. Yeah, like I don't. Sometimes I'm like, thanks, G, but I capitalize the G. Like I'm, I'm like, it's very dorky, and yeah. I, and I just say it almost like to like differentiate. Like I don't want to have a lame thing to say, so I'm yeah. just like, thanks, G. It's some, it's something different. But like I, I don't give off that vibe, and I'm not trying to. Yeah. Like, like if I had to baby on the podcast, you know, I feel like that would be an entertaining episode. But I would still be my same self. I wouldn't try to be, you know, yeah. tough or anything. I wouldn't try to like match his energy or his vibe because it's like different. I don't know. People like, people like to do that, you know? 
Yeah, that's yeah. It's like Joe Rogan never does that. He's just he's a very curious guy. Yeah. And, you know, just ask whatever. You know, yeah. Well, like I mean, you have to morph a little bit to each like guest you have on. You could say, yeah. like I don't know. I, I I have to say though, like I do look up to Joe Rogan. That's why it's like I have to I have to. I don't know. I don't like interpolating or like, you know, drawing influence from other people. I want to keep this as separate as possible. Oh, yeah. like, anyways, you were talking about like posturing in Atlanta and how people are like, yo, Atlanta. Well, let me say this as a whole, Georgia is very, um, there's so many sides of the spectrum of people. You know, you have, when you go more, Atlanta and outside of Atlanta, like hour, an hour away from Atlanta, regardless of where you go, you know, you'll have the most diverse people ever you'll ever yeah. see. You know, black, white, Mexicans, Hispanics, Asians, all over the place, right? And so that's another thing that I'm like, I don't see much is like openly racist people, you know? Mm-hmm. They will keep it behind closed doors, but they're not like, Throwing the Confederate flag. Well, let me rephrase. I don't know that whole that whole like I don't know. Yeah, they'll they won't say it to your face, but they'll say it behind a screen. Yeah, that's the um, I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But but people from Atlanta are, are also very um either mean, like they're just like geez, like you know they've seen some stuff. Yeah, I can't. You know. It's you know, a, like, you can't relate. No one can relate except them. I just try to be polite to anyone, you know? Yeah. Give yeah. Them, yeah. Like, that's my whole thing. I was listening to Stacey Abrams. I don't know if you know who that is. I've heard of her. Yeah. Of. I don't know. I don't know much about her. And a lot of people have a lot of crazy things to say about her. Some people love her. Or it's either you love this girl or you hate her, apparently. Or that's what it seems like. But she was talking about how, like, in Georgia, there's a ton of uh, rural counties. And, like, when I think of Georgia, I only think of Atlanta. I think about, like, the Hawks, Trey Young. And I don't know. Uh, that's it. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I think about. Call me ignorant, but, like, that's what I think about. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, rural areas, yeah, there is a good bit. There's a good bit, actually. Matter of fact, if you go in the right places, well, most of Georgia is actually rural. Um, the only fi- and then you find Atlanta, like literally the cities are just Atlanta and like around that area. It's mm-hmm. where it's like you know, there's a lot of buildings, a lot of traffic and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, the culture here is something like I feel I would always want someone to experience because it's just like, you know, you have. Obviously, the music scene is insane. Yeah, crazy. It's it's insane. Like you, you, it's uncomparable. Um, maybe it's in like you know you got New York, like the West Coast, LA, but Atlanta is like the central of hip hop. I think if I, my opinion, yeah, basically, yeah, you could yeah. say that. It'd be like it's sort of the central of hip hop at the moment, and you know? outside of like the coasts. Yeah, like east east east, east coast. You know, I, I don't, that's a hard, that's a hard debate, but we don't have to get into that because that's, yeah. that can go like hours and hours and hours, but um, Atlanta, either you're a dropout and trying to be a rapper and yeah. work a nine to five job, or you go to college and, you know, live, I guess. So, I mean, what are, what are the, what's like, what are the colleges, uh, in like in Georgia, Georgia State 
Um, you have U UGA, University of Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern. I'm currently at Georgia Southwestern. Um, All right, cool. So, I mean, like, especially, like, going to college, to be honest with you, I'm realizing this now. Um, I'm an athlete, so uh, without the – because, like, athletics is canceled. Yeah, that of, sucks. You know? And so I'm now realizing that, honestly, school without soccer, like, it's kind of, like, it's kind of hard, you know? It's like <laughs> I'm looking forward to something every day, like, okay, I'm going to go train. I'm going to go – you know, I have to go a game later today. Mm -hmm. But I got school, and I do – I go 100%, obviously, you know? Mm -hmm. But now it's just – I'm just a regular Joe. I'm a student, you know? Yeah, you're not – like, imagine being, like, a, a college basketball player, like, a freak of nature, crazy athlete, and then, like, now you're just, like, Greg the dude. You're not You're not Greg the, the, the baller. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's something that I wish I could never experience. I, I would – I I would I want to enjoy these four years as much as I can. Yeah, but like I wonder what like this pandemic's effect on education is going to be, because like I was I was looking at like or I heard about this startup thing that like is meant to take uh, get people away from like uh, post secondary and all all of that stuff and like give them real world experience you could say. And it's like meant to like line them up with uh, corporations and things like that and give them legit training. So it's like, I wonder if people are going to have less faith in, in the education system and it's going to modernize, which would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's everything's so just off. Like I have to go into class with a mask. Yeah. Know? We have like 10 people in a class now and it's like, and then, well, you guys are already back. That's the crazy thing because here we yeah. start in September. Yeah. and that's crazy there was a i don't know if you've seen the post but there was a post about a school here in georgia yeah i saw that and like nine kids got suspended or something or nine kids got covid one kid got suspended for taking the picture and then they they revoked the suspension it's just like but like at the same time it's just like they didn't even take the precaution they didn't even bother taking the precautions and they and there's another thing i saw a lot of like on twitter about and I mean, maybe it's true but you know, teachers are more, they can't enforce masks, but teachers are allowed to enforce, like, clothing, like, you know? Yeah, I don't, it's, that's the thing. I was thinking about that today, because at my school, we have a dress code, like, black shoes, full uniform, like, sh fairly strict, or at least, like, it's become uh, strict because it, it was relaxed a bit. But it's, like, in the middle of a pandemic, do you really care what color my shoes are? Yeah. Like, our kids just going to be, like, they won't give a they won't care i was about to say they won't give a care but i'm like nah Screw that <laughs> sentence that that's so lame but like they're just not going to care at all like yeah. they'll just come in with like their gucci belt like the puffer vest and and, and their kappa jacket like is anyone going to care like the a lot of kids didn't care to begin with but now in the middle of a pandemic kids are going to care i don't know uh, i mean it's cuz i think um especially sending like young kids back to school terrible yeah. idea. terrible idea you think they know – you think they can take care of themselves uh, to, like, stay, stay, you know, socially distanced or even, like, put on a mask, like, keep the mask on? Mm -hmm. Hell no. And you no, think they're be... getting paid enough to be their, their parents, their mom or whatever? No. Well, over here in, like, Ontario, the Ontario plan, one thing I'm very proud of the, the province and the country 
is not like one thing I'm proud of them of, or like all the politicians is basically like they didn't politicize this issue, mm-hmm. which in the U S forget about it within a, with, after the cares act was launched and everything after that was put into place. No, it, it went, it was a political frenzy. Every politician was trying to make a statement here. It's like pandemic first. Of course, there's been like scandals, the whole thing with Trudeau and we charities, there's other things going on, but like, we didn't make this a political issue. Like the education plan, it's like 15 kids in a class. There's something about larger class sizes. That's not there. They announced like $500 million extra for like um, funding and, and just PPE and everything. They announced like uh, new air filtration in some places. I believe I could be wrong, but like it's looking promising and the data is looking promising and all the numbers are looking promising. So it's like we have a stride of confidence going into this. Meanwhile, you guys, although the data is looking better, apparently deaths are on the low and I believe cases are on, are going down. I could be wrong, but it's like just wild, wild west. It feels like shit here, dude. Like <laughs> I've never, I've never felt so unsure in my life. And it's like, you know, at first I was one of those guys, man, I can never get COVID. I never got COVID, but mm-hmm. I probably I'd never do. Mm-hmm. But like, I was yeah, like, same here. Like, you know. you know, this is like it's kind of overblown, whatever. And then finally, I had friends who got together and ended up getting it. Like, oh, uh, were they okay? Uh, they ended all. Oh, they're all fine now. But like, you know, um, two of them went to the hospital and stuff. And oh, like, damn! Like, damn, this shit's real. Like, you know, yeah, this yeah. Is a game. And like, they're they're like literally a text away from like, yo, let's hang out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I find with me, it goes from, like, I don't care. Uh, like, depending on the news I'll see throughout the day, I'll be like, I don't care. And then some days I'll be like, I am very scared. I am scared. No problem. I am very scared of what's going on in the world, you know? Everything is scary. And then some days I'll be like, man, it's, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. I won't cut this. You know what? We're keeping it raw. We're keeping it real. <laughs> no, nah, it's just my, my friend's just trying to call and play Call of Duty, right? <laughs> I don't even feel like playing it, but not the, everything, I think Canada, I think Canada, even, even Mexico has like kind of it under wraps. They have it under control. Well, weren't the cartels like. The cartels are helping the people. Or like, I don't know if it was in Colombia or anything, but in Colombia, it's like the cartels were like enforcing or going on the streets. And they're like, if you leave after lockdown, like they'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's, that's a scary world, man. That's authoritarian. But like, it's like, but they keep people safe though. That's crazy. It's a weird dilemma. It's a weird yeah. moral dilemma. It's like, we'll we'll protect you from this virus, but if you get if you leave your house after after curfew, you're 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 gone. You're you're dead. Your head's on that, a pipe, dude. At the end of the, at the end of the night. Nah, yeah. Mexico is, I think, the same way. Like, it's not necessarily like they're authoritarians because they don't have that much. Well, they have control. But like, in a different- well, didn't the cartel like overthrow the government? Basically, like the government couldn't stop the uh, the cartel in a shootout or something. It's like crazy right now. And Mexico is very corrupt, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced that firsthand. You know, like you get stopped, you get pulled over. You're like, yo, listen, here's 20, 20 pesos. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, okay. Yeah. The, the, is the is that what the cop? Damn. Yeah, Damn. it's like Damn. crazy. And it's scary. Like, you don't feel safe at, at in a, you know, you just kind of mind your own business. You're like, all right, talk about the cartel, you're dead. You're probably going to die. You know, mess with the cartel, you're probably going to die. Yeah. Like, I was watching this Vice piece, and, like, Vice doesn't, like, nowadays, Vice has become kind of watered down. 
but like some of their stuff, like their international pieces are still fairly good. And like, there's this one piece about uh, like how many journalists get killed by the cartel. And like, there's this one lone journalist and he was like, yeah, man, all my friends are dead. And like, yeah, all my colleagues are, have been killed. And he's just in this building talking to this, this, like, you know, uh, this like obviously fish out of water vice reporter. And he's like, yeah, the cartel's right over there. You might want to leave. And he's just calm. Like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. Yeah, for balls to like, be like, yeah, yeah. Nah, Mexico is actually not as bad as you think, but there are moments where you're like, when you do realize, yeah, like maybe this, yeah, U.S. is really bad with like everything that's going on, like politically, mm-hmm. but like you don't feel um, not safe to an extent where you feel like, okay, one alleyway, I'm one alleyway away or I'm walking down late at night in the middle of like, you know, Mexico and Someone might come at me and just be like, yo, you know, where's your family? Where are you from? Like, how much money you make? Where do you work? You know? Yeah. It puts things into perspective. Like, that's the thing with travel. It's like you learn culture shock. That whole thing about, like, just being just being exposed to new environments and, like, seeing that, you know what? Maybe my situation's not that bad. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's crazy. Um, nah, it's Mexico... Mexico, well, first, first and foremost, Mexico is very, if for someone American, like let's say American, American, like white or whatever, um, would come to Mexico and experience it firsthand. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you'll see kids run around without shoes, playing soccer, you know, just having a good time there. I've never seen like, it's like, you know, when you buy a, like an ice cream, and you look at the sky and it's so blue and you think nothing can go wrong. Yeah. That's not, who cares? You know, they're living life to the fullest. And, you know, and they never, they don't have designer clothes or like Mark brands. They have like, they'll have this shirt, but without the Adidas sign or whatever, right? Yeah, it'll be like, like a, a fake. A fake, you know? Yeah. And like, but they're living their best life, you know? And yeah. everything's so real. Nothing is bullshit over there. Um, but meanwhile here, man, we got like the Kim Kardashians in one place. And and then you go to Gary, Indiana and you're like, what, yeah. what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I was at college in West Virginia not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I haven't told anybody this and I'm going to say it here first. It's exclusive. Exclusive. Um, there was an occasion where I went to a, there's a, here in, in Atlanta, in the South, we have this thing called Quick Trip. It's like a, a gas station with, like, food. It's a big gas mm-hmm. you know, stuff like It's kind of like 7-Eleven. You know what 7-Eleven is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have them. We're so, cultured. So, <laughs> but um, West Virginia has this thing called Sheets. And I happened to go there late at night because I was just really hungry. Couldn't sleep. I was like, whatever, right? I went in and... um. Right there on the line, I was paying for my stuff. And a guy behind me was like, it's like, well, you hurry up, you know. Yeah. With the hard R. And I said, I said, I was like, excuse me? Like, are you, you know, like, what's wrong? You know? Yeah. Looking at the cashier, I'm like, yo, are you going to say something, mate? Like, come on. 
that's probably like number four of today (laughs) yeah and i'm like and i'm like yo like what's up like what's wrong like why are you what's up he's like hurry up i got somewhere to be and i'm like yo and then he got right in my face was like saying all these racial slurs like i was like wow definitely not a covid story if he got right up in your face dude and i was and that was something i experienced firsthand and that's another reason why that's one of the reasons why i kind of left and i wanted to leave west virginia because it was very it's it's it wasn't comfortable i didn't feel comfortable you know i didn't i haven't had the courage to tell my parents because i you know like that worried like you know imagine having your kid far away and you're like yo like he's getting he just got smacked by a bunch of like Mm -hmm. you know but it was like a very eye-opening experience like wow like there's some pieces of shit in the world yeah yeah uh it's a like i'll listen to jimmy Dore, who's a progressive on on youtube and he talks about like u.s politics and when i listen to him i'm like oh man this country's like it's cool and all like there's nice pockets but like a lot of people are screwed and then i'll listen to stephen crowder or ben shapiro and it's like oh man this is a great man, how, how can Canada compete? These guys are the best country on the planet. But it's like, and then you'll hear, hear like people saying, it's a third world country with a Gucci belt. And it's like, I saw that on Twitter and somewhere. It's like, well, you know, try living in a third world country. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird. Like, I don't know. It's like 4% unemployment before the pandemic in the US. But then you find out 80% of people or 80% of workers or something are living paycheck to paycheck. I could be wrong, but like, that's still pretty crazy. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know why it seems like, and there's also 300 million people. Like here, there's 30 million people. I live like near a city and everything. So it doesn't seem like everything is far and, and sparse and everything. But like 300 million people, that's a lot of people. Almost 400 at this point. That's a, that's a lot of people. That's difficult to sustain. Yeah. And y'all do it right. I mean, I haven't heard much, like too much bad like information about like Canada. It's more like, you know, sure, like, there's 30 million people in some spots. It's just like a couple campfires and like some, some like really, really scruffy looking people. I don't know. Like it's not, it's not the same. It's a lot quieter maybe as a country politically. And you now everyone's a bit more chill. It seems like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've had some good experience with Canadians, you know, I've had, I have a couple. Um, oh, there, there, some people suck here. Don't get me wrong. It's still, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's still a place with people with opinions. But like, I don't know. Overall, I like being here. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it as stereotypical as I think? Like, is it always cold, or is like you know occasionally? No, cold? it's been hot, like really hot. Like if you were, if you went, like, like I, I've turned into Greta Thunberg these past couple of days because it's just been like, damn, it's it's really hot. Yeah. It's really hot. You know. Like, I don't know. It's almost like when winter comes, you wish for summer and then summer is beating down on you and you're hot every day. Luckily, like I, I have the ability to cool off and stuff because, you know, uh, my circumstances and everything, you know, but like, I don't know. It's just been really hot. The winters can be depressing because they're long and yeah. like you think it's two months, but if you think about it, like to when it gets really nice, it could like be four months, like half a year sometimes. Like, I don't know. That's four months. Not all the time. Your winter? Oh. Like, let's break it down. Like, September in is, like, hot, right? Where I am. It, it's fairly hot. 
Like, I don't want to get clowned on by people I know for like trying to give an analysis of the weather when I'm not equipped to do so, but I'm, I'm going to try anyways. Like September, right back to school, hot. Mid-October to like Halloween time, it starts to get cold and like rainy and dreary and depressing. So October, November, November is cold. It's also depressing because Remembrance Day, it's cloudy a lot. And if it's not necessarily cold, it's going to be cloudy and that and like the, the overcast can have an effect on your mood and everything. So then December is kind of a, it'll pick you up because it's Christmas. Everyone's in a good mood kind of thing. And then January is a horrific month. Uh, February is fine, I guess. March, it could still be an ass, you know, by April, it's like that. So like, that's a significant chunk of the year. That's, that's, that sounds like um, very kind of like a, it's like a marathon low key. Maybe. yeah. 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 It's a, it's a mental marathon in some cases. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just hot. Like it's hot all, all year. Not all year. Like for some reason, this is weird. The weather here is weird. Like it's it's hot throughout October. Like mm-hmm. in like from the nineties to like occasionally the hundreds. That's another thing. The whole the imperial system, Fahrenheit, all that stuff. It's like, can you guys just get on board with the world? Yeah. Why do you guys have to? Why do you guys have to be contrarians? For, for frick's sake! Oh, y'all guys are Celsius in Canada, huh? Frick's sakes, yeah. For frick's <laughs> sakes! Wow. It's the It's you guys are doing your own thing. I don't know. No, that's crazy, yo. My roommate, um, my first night here with him, we slept, and I fell asleep, and I woke up at four thirty in the morning, and I was like dripping in sweat. I was like, "What the? What the? Why am the? Why am I? Why is it so hot?" And then I got paranoid. I was like, "Yo, I might have COVID. What the hell?" <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, yeah. And then finally I woke up. I'm like, you know what? Let me get up and change the thermostat, right? Get it cool. And for some reason it was like at like 88 degrees. And I was trying to find an excuse why the fuck my roommate would put it to 88 degrees on with a heater. I'm like, Celsius. No, we'd be dead if it was Celsius. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's no way. And I'm like, and then I started thinking, I'm like, whatever. Don't think, just go to sleep, change it, right? put it to like 65 because it was just insane and i woke up to ask my roommate yo um any occasion why you put it at 88 fahrenheit yeah he was like oh bro i was just trying to like feel the heat all right i was like he thought it was gonna <laughs> instantly yeah so he kept pressing it and pressing it until till finally just couldn't that's then, uh, that's nuts yeah yeah i was just like mate come on man uh yeah it's it's wild meeting with foreigners is something insane um, yeah why is your roommate front is he a foreigner yeah he's from like straight up france like flew in here and- oh that's, yeah you mentioned jeez i, I like <laughs> yeah like right now we have another french guy and i think they're next door right now and they're just talking french are you in like a dorm yeah i'm in a dorm oh okay how's that like in a pandemic you like weird uh well it doesn't feel any different from being at home you know in my room stuck yeah like that's the whole thing about like of a, a apartment living and everything it's like is it like i don't know it's just you're all there's so many people stacked on top of each other it's like do you worry about the virus taking elevators is a completely different thing the whole ventilation systems but then at the same time it's like i don't know i don't know yeah i mean honestly living by by yourself is quite an experience you know, obviously, eventually, everyone's going to have to do it eventually. And if you're not, I'll power to you, whatever. Yeah. Um, but living by yourself is quite an experience because I realize, okay, no one's clean. 
no one's cleaning for me. No one's after my ass, you mm. know? And then I have to get up in the morning, get my, take my ass to school, even if I don't want to. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the time, I'm just here playing, making beats, making music, you know, chilling. Um, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I got started in the COVID thing. I just was like, you know what? No one's going to the studio uh, to work. Um, so I have no beats to send or, you know, no one knows how to mix their own stuff nowadays they just know how to record and then just pray to god that it sounds yeah weird. that's so weird it's like like what do you do you just you just kind of sing the you didn't make the beat the beat's not yours you took it from you you didn't take it like you either bought it off of like beat stars or it was free for profit off of youtube and then maybe you know a guy who mixes it so it's like what do you do yeah like, like what so you just you just kind of sing and you're not like some of these rappers suck at singing. Yeah. Like I listen, like when I see the improvement in like what somebody's doing, it's like, I can respect that. But it's like, some of these guys suck. They suck, yes. but they do it because it's easy. And like, they don't like, they don't make music because they're passionate about making music. Like, I don't know. Are you genuinely passionate about making music? Like you love doing it? Dude, it's, it's something I love doing because I mean, I mean, I wouldn't have learned the piano, the flute and learning guitar at the moment if I didn't like, want to like pursue, yeah you know? so it's like some of these people are doing it because they like the lifestyle they want they want the the, the bitches you yeah. know derogatory term that that's what they're they're saying they they want the hue they want the hose you know what i mean i, I was thinking yeah. about the bad baby song you know where it's spelled like h-e-a-u-x these yeah. hukes or what it hose <laughs> but like i don't know it's just they want the lifestyle they don't they don't care about making music it's like yeah, I don't, I don't it's like some, some way to catch a bag as quickly as possible. But yeah, like Blueface was talking about that. He's like, uh, nothing against the guy. He seems fairly entertaining. If he wants to come on the podcast, come on the podcast, man. But like, um, he was just like, I don't care about the music. I want to make my money, which in a way it's like, I can respect the get the bag mentality, but it's like, this is what you do. Like, yeah. this is your livelihood. Like some people hate their jobs and they don't have the ability, like they're stuck, they're trapped. And they, they would be doing something they're passionate about, but they can't because of their situation. And you're just like fortunate enough to be in the situation and like, you're just doing it for the money. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Low key. Yeah. Like, low key. That's, that's high key bullshit. Uh, high key. I'm sorry. High yeah. key. For real. Jeez. Jeez, man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. It's just like, honestly, you know, one thing I find entertaining as hell is that I be looking through my Instagram and there's like, like little like ads, right? Yeah. And I, I find it is annoying at a, to an extent, but sometimes I feel it's a little entertaining to watch how cringing some of these things are. Like the rappers that are on the ads. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll get the story ad and there's this one guy in particular that I saw a couple times and like his singing was not, you know, is it the term like the right key or something? Like it just wasn't there. It was offbeat, but like he was passionate about it. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like, what can I say? I saw this trash. I, saw, it was I have a lot of musicians on, uh, yeah. on the show, but like some people suck. They suck. So, yes. Like not like that, but that goes without saying that's anything. Like you could think I suck at being a podcast host. And if you do like that, that's your thing. Like I don't, I, you're entitled to your opinion at the end of the day, but it's like, uh, music. It's like now, e even in pop, like even in, 
pop has become electronic because everything's digital. It's easier. If you, if you get a, a decent sounding, like this isn't the greatest mic, don't get me wrong, but like you, you get a f- okay mic and you're set. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, you know, somebody who knows somebody, maybe you get it mixed or like you put a pop country beat on it and you're off to the races. Yeah. You're off to the races. And now everybody can like distribute their music independently. Like I was looking at what it's called United masters, right? Mm-hmm. Like the record label in your pocket, which is cool, but it's like, you're going to get a lot of suck out of that. The thing that sucks about those, like I use DistroKid because mm-hmm. um, Distro- I know a couple of people, like a, a bunch of people use that. DistroKid is very, um, if you get the right one, like I, I got the one where um, it's like very unlimited stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I can play, I can put my song whenever I want, however I want, you know, everything, all the the profit goes to me now. Like I make a lot, I made 11 He's bucks. He's balling ladies. Yo, hit me up. Please. Yeah. Yo, I'm in college and <laughs> yeah, yeah, already know. They'll, yeah. they'll remember the name. They'll remember the name is ballet. All right. But I mean, um, he's got game, but he's not trying to get me too, guys. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. No, but it's distro kid is very, it's a very, I recommend it to whoever um, wants to get into releasing their music. Distro kids is not this. If they, if it's free, it's not it. There's a catch. Obviously. Yeah, they'll take your money. Or I was like, I was curious because I saw ads and like NLE Choppa was talking about United Masters, and it's like you don't get like the paid version is fifty nine ninety nine for the year, like reasonable if you got the money, very good. Like it'll put you on like Yandex, which is a Russian thing, and it's yeah. like almost at the same time. It's like, do you want your skif everywhere? I think that's the term skif. I don't know. Uh, if it's not, I'm sorry. If it offends you, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I'm, it's late, <laughs> but like. It gets you on like Japanese streaming services. It gets you everywhere. And it's like the free version. It's like they take 20 or 30%. And like um, it'll be on Spotify, iTunes, and uh, maybe Deezer or something. Like it's not available in that many places. And it's like Spotify's money, like dollars per stream, it sucks. It's like 0.3 or something. So it's like if they're taking 20% of that, um, and and you're a small artist maybe you get like a couple thousand streams on a song you're not bringing in much no and then like imagine imagine if you're signed right yeah, like yeah. these rappers with their 100k chains and everything it's like factor in streaming right you get 20 million streams on a song multiply that by 0.03 or whatever the the conversion is you're not bringing in that much and then the label takes how much your manager takes how much your agent takes how much you're left with like a Honda Civic and a bumper that's fallen off. Yo, <laughs> not even like state of the art, not, not, not like car of the year Honda Civic. You're getting like a, you're getting like a 2000 Honda Civic Yo, has a couple, definitely. a couple hundred thousand miles or something. <sighs> Dude, it's been around the block. It's, it's been places just like some of these girls in college. Yeah, everyone everyone feels that everyone's saying she belongs to the streets now. Like it's a yep. male empowerment movement at this point. It's like <laughs> I was looking at the at this Kendall Jenner thing and she's with all the NBA players, right? Like if all the NBA players who uh were associated uh romantically with Kendall Jenner decide to like get on a lineup, like this could be a playoff team. But like in the comments it's all oh she belongs to the streets. Yep, uh starting point guard for the streets. She belongs to the bubble. That ass. Well, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> they're not allowing Instagram model. It's the Instagram model rule. They're not oh, allowed. Yeah, they're not allowing. If you don't know the player beforehand, you're not allowed to come into the bubble. And Stephen A. Smith was freaking out. He's like, he was like, it was so funny. He was talking about how like these guys need, you know, the girls. They need to get that testosterone out. Yeah, I mean, that whole, like the bubble, you're isolated. Like you're with reporters and your competition and your teammates and your coaches and, and that staff. And like, that's who you're around. That sucks. That sucks. That does suck. And you're in a crappy like Disney room hotel. Meanwhile, you probably have a palace somewhere. Uh, like is LeBron really getting a four-star suite? No chance. No. No chance. He needs his Taco Tuesday in, in a palace. Yeah, he's probably eating at the – I mean, they're probably treating him like royalty. Everyone else eats – He like, needs the Walt Disney Frozen Head special. That's what he needs. No. Been to Disney by any chance? Yeah, I've been a couple times. I went to Pandora, like the, like the Avatar uh, expansion. So you've been to the U.S. before? Yeah, I've been. Like, I was supposed to go to California this summer, but, like, you know, pandemic, thanks. And, like, I was supposed to go to Florida but, uh, twice for like a school trip and then you know whatever and then the pandemic hit and it was a bummer but yeah nah disney i think is low-key disney world or disneyland wherever the hell it is in florida um, it's world in florida world uh overrated i think yeah it's probably like it's expensive it's hot there's a lot of caring people and oh. there's a lot there's a lot of you know there's it's the, the lines are long like it's it's a it's kind of depressing if you think about it because it's like a lot of middle class people fighting over like crap you know they're either like fighting in lines for rides or um you know food that's maybe not that good and then it's like you look at the workers there and it's like are you guys really treated that well you know whatever like is this really worth it nine to five to deal with these Man, yeah it might even be more than nine to five because like when you get there like if you really want to get make your money's worth like i remember like your feet are done by the end of the day like you're getting there at seven you're getting on all the rides because all of your tickets it, it might even be up to like 1k for the day yeah like you're you, it's you're sweaty everywhere you're drinking a lot of crap but you're gonna sweat it out anyways like disney's basically like mad max for middle america yeah <laughs> that's a good way to put it <laughs> oh my god yo one place that is fire that i recommend that is or uh universal universal studios yeah that i haven't been we were gonna go and then like we decided to go to hollywood studios in disney mm -hmm. which is like not the same you can't no. compare universal to things no. it's but, like, like there's a lot of cool theme parks in florida or the orlando area yeah like orlando's a nice area for family like that that not not right now but like when the world is normal orlando's a fun spot yeah universal is like disney world on for adults or like yeah older. yeah yeah like i remember i went to the sea world is not a good theme park especially really? they like they abuse their animals too so you got to keep that in mind oof yeah, and then and then all the rage that the the killer whales or the the beautiful orcas uh, keep inside of them, they'll like lash out on an instructor and drag them to the bottom. Oh, word. yeah, like there's a ton of stories of just like these killer whales, which is like I think they're called killer whales because they hunt dolphins, and like they're actually like majestic creatures and stuff. 
but like maybe I should watch Free Willy. But like they'll just kill a trainer and like drag by if like you have a ponytail. There's been a couple stories of like trainers with their ponytails that get caught by a killer whale and just dragged to the bottom and then they get crushed and suffocated and die. It's pretty gnarly stuff. That's but not- SeaWorld, mm, damn. SeaWorld <laughs> has a sea park. Uh, and I remember going to it and there's one ride where like you go in the you go in the water slide and like there's this see through tube part of it where you can look at like the dolphins out of it. It's kinda cool. I don't know. I mean that maybe, whole industry yeah. is being killed right now because of this pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can only imagine what's going on with them, you know? Yeah, you're getting it's rough. <laughs> no, everything's rough. But I mean yo, there's a lot of good Florida rappers in Florida. There's yeah. there's like, you know, ski smoke map. perp. Oh my god, smoke perp is so garbage. I thought I heard his freestyle. Yeah. Oh my god. That's it's forty crazy. minutes, dude. That's a long time. Forty minutes. Is it, man. Time. It was on Westwood. Yeah. Westwood. And what? And like the I love the thumbnail and the and the cat and the title for the video. It's like forty minutes of fire from smoke perp. It's like half the time he's repeating himself. He calls himself a boner in the song. Wow. <laughs> He's like, and then the, I think he was freestyling over XX's song. Yeah, he was over uh, sad. Sad. He's like something. He repeated the hook, and then he said, and then, and then. <laughs> "No, no." Uh, he was. It was moonlight, right? And he was like, "Moonlight, yeah." And they really want to put me in the limelight, and they really want to put me in the limelight. Uh, I don't really want to be in the limelight. It's so whack, man. I don't know. So bad. But like at the same time, it's that whole thing about like good public. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, yeah. Because his number did what his album or his mixtape did 5k first week. 5k? 5k? Yeah, nothing. Like that's barely anything. Yeah. For Smoke Perp and his like his status, that's bad. Because he has followers. He doesn't have fans. That's what Blackie Speaks said. And I respect that. That's a yeah. yeah that's a bar. That's yeah. Good. Or I saw this thing on, on Twitter. Or it was like taken from Twitter onto Instagram and it was like this bar, right? It's like you're buying, you're selling drugs to buy drugs. You're not trapping, you're trapped. Oh, I don't know if that, if a rapper said that, credit to them if they said that. But yeah. That sounds like something like YG would say or something like, or someone. Like that sounds like a Jay Z line. Yo, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, story of OJ. Great, great track. Story of OJ. That album, the 444 album, that one was pretty. It was like for some reason I compare it to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, yeah, I like, I didn't because like it was not on Spotify. Yeah. For whatever reason, and then like my buddy gave me his like title did this uh, sale in like the or late last year where it's like five dollars for five months. Yeah. Like, title is a pretty solid streaming platform. If it wasn't like you know, the redheaded stepchild of uh, streaming platforms, maybe I would consider investing in it. Yeah. 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 yeah I haven't heard much about it. it. They were like, apparently it was going to be a big thing, but right now it's kind of like dead. Well, yeah. Um, but with the, S- yeah. Whoa, whoa, what was, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Where I was going with 444. Oh, 444. It's like, it's one of those albums where I don't know if you've ever, I've heard, I've heard albums that are so good the first listen, but they're not like um, revisible. Like, like yeah, you, it doesn't have that replay value. Yeah, but they're so solid and so good, and everything behind yeah. it is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's how yeah. I feel about four 
four four four, whatever. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know. But man, Jay Z, Jay Z is something unique, something just insane. Um, yeah, you know he's Jay Z. He's Jay Z. Jay Z is Jay Z. I don't know. I have. I'm. I've been listening to his. Eminem. Pardon? Eminem, I think he's kind of like, kind of going downhill a little bit. You know. Maybe like that. You know. Killshot was a high point. I didn't really listen to much of music to be murdered by. Kamikaze was lame. Revival was lame. Lamer than Kamikaze. It's like, I don't know. It's hard to replicate like that greatness that he had in the 2000s or like even late 90s and all that stuff. It's like, he's not built for today's game. Yeah, it's because he's not like, he's still staying to that style with like the production stuff, which is cool. But, but, like, it's not what people are listening to now, you know? No. No. But, like, when he tries to do something modern and still keep that, like, Eminem style, like, he pulled that off with Godzilla. Rest in peace to Juice World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tragic. I remember listening. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Like, crazy. Like, I don't know. Did you listen to Legends Never Die? Yes. Um, It was very – it was a very emotional listen. Because, like, it felt like he made it in, like, you know. Heaven, yeah. In heaven, dude. I was like, wow. Um, yeah, same thing with Mac Miller's album, Circles. It yeah. sounds like a message from the afterlife, which is so crazy. Yo, like, good news. Have you heard good news? Yeah, that song depressed. Like, when I need, like, a sad song, I'll listen to Pale Blue Eyes by the Velvet Underground. And then in that queue, either before and after, I'll put on Good News by uh, Mac Miller. Mac Miller, man. Oh, dude, that... That man was such a, such a different character. It honestly, like, li- <sighs> like, the Mac, yeah, I like, it's just, I, there's no words to like put into like how depressing the, like, the, the story of Mac Miller is, or at least like the end. It's fun. It's just, like, I've talked about it on the show before, but it's just. Um, I think as well, I haven't heard much of Lil Peep's music. Um, even his story it's like yeah it's like all these rappers all these like very 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 talented uh artists that are on the brink of taking over the world yeah like it's just gets shot down like x yeah like like xxx tentacion and juice world are the two most influential artists in rap in like the last so long like in the in this new era you could say like if you and I can you can kind of see this by like if you go on type beats, mm-hmm. like everything's like Juice World X something type beat. Everything's a Juice World type beat or everything's an XXS Tentacion type beat. Yeah. And it's just like it's the void of forever. Like the like it, they're not coming back. Like it, it's it's it was fun, but it's not coming back. So enjoy it while you like. Is that is that you think that's Juice World's? They're gonna release that. Oh no, that guy has they'll they'll milk that guy as much as they can. And like they're if they release a deluxe album, which they're probably gonna do, and like he has so many unreleased songs and projects, that guy freestyled for hours, like he I hope they don't milk him like they did X because Honestly, like here's the sad reality. It's like artists and like the way labels look at them, right? It's like how long do you really have like to pop off? Like especially in like how fleeting people's attention spans are like what four or five years Mm -hmm. 
So it's like a label might look at somebody and like they die. They might be more popular after they die. They milk up a couple posthumous releases. That's how long the artist uh, like span was going to be anyways. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they don't care. So they'll milk it if they can. That's like, fine. I don't know. That's, that, it's depressing. I, like, it's yeah. genuinely depressing. I think but, Juice World's a different case, though, because... Like, because he just has so much. Yeah. Like, out there. But even with Pop Smoke, it's like they released his album a couple weeks later. They released a deluxe with 15 new songs. Like, that's not a deluxe. That's, that's a... That, a new like, album. That, like, that's a, a pantheon of songs. Yeah, like, yeah That's yeah. a bloated... It's gross. It's gross what they're doing, man. Like this whole deluxe trend, like the baby just released a deluxe, Gunna released a deluxe, um, Rod Wave just released a deluxe. Like this trend's getting annoying real quick. Yeah. I mean, I would get it. Lil like, Baby, Pop Smoke, all these guys. I think Logic did this with Under Pressure. He's released a deluxe. But like, it, I get it when your whole album, no features, right? Mm-hmm. And then the deluxe is like, okay, here's like two, three songs where. Yeah. Big Sean and Childish Gambino's on it, right? Mm-hmm. I get that, but the rest of that shit is just stupid. Like, like Lil Yachty does it a lot. Yeah, maybe. I'm not like, I don't know. The whole deluxe trend is whack. The weekend handled it well. Like, I liked the way he did the deluxe for After Hours. Yeah. Like, he had a weird deluxe. It was just like all kind of like mediocre remixes of really good songs. Yeah. And then, um, like, what else? And then he released the three bonus tracks, which were all pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, another thing I noticed about um, artists, what what artists aren't doing right, cover art. Cover art. It sucks. It's so lazy, dude. It's so lazy. Like, a lot of, like, the art I do, like, it takes time. Like, I draw it because I want the art to all be mine, number one. So, in the future, like, if slash when this gets big, like, um it's all mine. Like I own 100% of it. Like I didn't make the font. Like it's a font. I believe, like, I don't know what the name of it's called, but it's like this retro font. And you know, like that's kind of my thing, but all the art, like all the icons and the wavy stuff, like that's all me. So just, it's so lazy. Like even movie posters, it's all so lazy because they know it's going to be like consumed and just forgotten really quick. Yeah. Like, no, especially like, artists coming up like the cover it's like like sometimes i'm looking at like what the trash like kid Leroy had a decent album cover like for uh fuck love the album he dropped it was like an anime one it would yeah it's cool i mean you know the effort's there yeah and like you're supporting artists who are like up and coming and doing their own thing i think i think there's the guy on instagram that i follow makes like i don't know if you saw it or if you've seen it but it's like he does the this is spotify covers and it's like the evolution of artists um with covers and like on the cover and it's all anime and it's cool i'll send it to you uh after like he has over 100k followers he's huge he might have done the kid Leroy album cover i'm not sure oh shit that's crazy but like even gunna's album cover wasn't that bad for wanna for wanna it's like because the i like the action figure is cool just because like i'm into collecting stuff and like like that whole marketing aspect of it i kind of uh like yeah it feels like it feels out of um character of him because you know yeah you know he's meant to be like tough and then he's like buy my action figure (laughs) i mean you know like some guys some rappers or some people have like a soft side you know like there's a bunch of rappers who like oh yeah curry that watches anime you know yeah um, Megan Thee Stallion is a big anime fan, I believe. 
anime's fire. You watch anime? No, not my thing. Yeah, Respect yeah. it if you watch it. Sometimes I don't get it. I'll have my grandpa moments uh, looking at anime, but like, if you're into it, you're into it. It's hit or miss for people. Yeah. But yeah, know. back to cover art, I've been seeing like, especially when we're talking about the ads, <clears throat> it's like, you know, it's like the most minimum way of making a cover art and they think it's fire. It's like, okay, let's get the most basic ass font on there. Let's take a picture of me in front of a car. And <laughs> yeah. But uh stay high or whatever on it or right? like it's the explicit thing in the corner it's too big it's like yeah it's just not fine you know hit me up it, like you know i have basic photoshop skills but i can still throw something together yeah it's like because yeah, like I, with with the art style i have now like i it's i like listen like it, the goal of the art is kind of just to be fun vibrant to put out maybe if it makes you like happy or if it invokes positivity like, I don't know, half the time I just, it's like a mindless little thing I draw. There's no meaning behind it at all. And I, and I just kind of put cool colors behind it and that's it. But like, no, yeah. I kind of have my own trademark style. So if you want to hit me up, hit me up. I won't be annoying and like try to, you know, be invasive with all the fees and stuff and scam you. Y'all hit up, y'all hit up sci-fi, it's sci-fi, right? No, CFY. I just say CFY. CFY. But I yeah. noticed that, like, some, like I, I commented on somebody's Twitch stream, and they're like, Siffy podcast. I'm like, if I wasn't as big a fan, like, if I wasn't a fan of you, I wouldn't appreciate whatever. Conversations from yesterday. That's a fire-ass um, title name. Like, I, that's fire, you know? Um, I know. I'm pretty good with names, I have to say. That's, <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> East Valet for me was, like, I was with my boy, Zach. Yeah, what does that mean? He's valet. Funny ass story. Not funny, but it's just basic. But me and my boy Zach, um, this is when I was on the come up of learning how to mix and record. So I use a blue mic, um, a blue Yeti. Yeah, yeah. I have a snowball here. Yeah, my Yeti is not working, or else I would use that one. But even this, it's it works. It's good. It's decent. But we were, you know, um, my parents don't really allow me to have guests in the house. So he would pull up, and we would chill in the front of my my house and a record inside his car and obviously it was pretty shite but um he was like yo like what name should it be i was like you know what i'm gonna be mari beats and i'm like that's basic as fuck you know <laughs> yeah you know like who you know everyone's like that and yeah. then um he's like you know what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be back i'm like fuck <laughs> He's like, I don't know, There's man. probably like 80 backs on Spotify. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. he's like, I don't know, man. Just spell Zach backwards and it's cool, right? I'm like, wow, that's fucking deep, bro. Whatever, right? <laughs> he's still the homie, but yeah. Um, <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> but yeah, and I was like, yo, I'm going to figure out a name. And then I look behind the car and there's the stops. There's a stop. There's like the stop sign for the street, right? Mm-hmm. It says East uh, Vale. East Vale or East Valley. And I'm like, East Valley. East Valley. Yeah. And my boy Zach was like, yo, that's hard. I'm like, Yeah. And then oh. and then with the S, what'd you do with the S? Cover the, the S? S? I put, put a dollar. Dollar. Just put a yeah. dollar. Yeah. And now it's legit. Even like finding guests, I was like looking at your name and it's like, oh, having the dollar sign in his name is gonna like differentiate itself from the list of other names. So it's like this is gonna be good. <laughs> yeah um my my the people that live in my room um because i made that name when i was in high school mm-hmm. and 
the people when I finally was deciding to come out as like, yo, I'm a producer, I want to be mm-hmm. legit. Everyone in my neighborhood was like, what the fuck? I live in that street, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, like you know, shout out to y'all, but like you know, um, but it took a while for people to take me seriously until yeah. I started. Like, well, that's the whole thing about like they say it's like the friends that don't, won't support you. It'll be the strangers that do. Like I've seen a bunch of quotes yeah. and posts like that. Oh it's my! It's never God. the people in your circle that like maybe in some cases, and you know, I have friends and stuff that are dig this, but like. I'm sure somebody, some people I know are clowning on me, but I don't care. I'm doing my thing and whatever. What are you doing? Yeah, dude. It's crazy. Cause like even my, yeah, even my friends weren't too um, supportive. Like I have my, like now one of my like best friends, his name is Marcus, a guy I've never met in my life. Mm. And you know, um, he just hit me up. was like, yo, this shit's fire, dude. Like, you know, and then we just talked, built a relationship. Now we play COD almost every day. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's as supportive, but as just as honest. And I feel like every artist or producer needs that. Should have like someone that's dead ass honest, won't bullshit you. Yeah, you know, like you know, like when I, like a lot of my artist buddies, they put out songs and stuff like that, and I'll, and I'll listen to it sometimes. Like, you know, there's a lot of good stuff, and like I'll try to be as polite as possible. But like, especially if you're texting and stuff, and you and you send something like like constructive criticism, because there's like no emotion behind like the words you're saying where there's no like connection like people can interpret that as being negative or like toxic so it's like yeah i rather like if, if i'm reviewing something or trying to look at something objectively uh i try to give the best feedback i can but like be polite yeah yeah and some people can't take it because no no you don't want guest people around you yeah yeah no that's the last thing you want especially if you're on the come up and stuff or even when you're not and you have to sustain being cool like you do not want yes people that that'll just make you crap. I feel like that's a lot of people nowadays. They just they they look for it like they look. They're for overconfident. They believe too much in themselves. Like with me, I I hate my old episodes. Like the old episodes I've done, I'm I'm like so toxic in my own head about it. Like I'm like, was I interesting enough? Did I like? Was I influenced too much by like other people? Was I like? Was I? Did I sound monotone? Did I sound like I was stoned? Was I engaged in the conversation? Was the audio quality good? Like all of my old episodes, I can't stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like up, uh, even even the ones like like uh, maybe after this, I, I won't even like how I was in the episode, mm-hmm. just because like I don't know. Sometimes you gotta be your own no person. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I bet. I, I, I call it I selective ego. You with Aiden, the yeah. first episode. Yeah. It was like through FaceTime or something. Or no, like- it was through Anchor. Like I, uh, the Anchor app, you can record through that. And the audio, like that was episode one through eight, right? That I just went through my phone and it was trash. And then like after I decided, you know what? I need to move away from the pack. I'm doing my own thing. Uh, I have to like legit solidify myself as somebody who cares about what they're doing. So I'm like, okay, start the YouTube, put an overlay over it. And it, even if you look at like like the first um, episodes I did on 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 my youtube it's like the overlay sucks it's in the screen like it's come a long way and it's still going places yeah and that's not too long ago though as well no like it's evolving it's moving you know i'm trying to it's moving like in the past like i started the account in may and now it's at like 145 subs which is not where i want to be by any stretch like i want i want like a solid following and like i want this to be good you know not saying it's not right now but yeah no, it's 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 been great. Um, 
I'm surprised we even like. I I came in thinking I'm like, is it is this gonna like? Is it gonna know? suck? Yeah, I know. Sometimes. Yeah. Oftentimes, like the episodes, like I call them sleeper episodes. Like I'm like not too sure about the guest or it's like who is this person kind of thing those turn out to be the best episodes i find yeah where i'm like like yeah. the ones where i prepare for they stink they suck mm-hmm. so i'm just like i'm just gonna be mean do my thing whatever i've listened to your music so it's like that's enough to start a conversation yeah yeah man i mean i'm excited i have a i have a whole ass album coming out and it's hilarious i just made this through fucking like quarantine and shit yeah and, um you won't expect You'll expect one hip hop beat, but it's just not like you know me rapping like spiritual miracle lyrical, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's just me like singing, trying to sing or whatever. Um, one, two, one triple, two triple, three. Migos like that Migo vibe, nah. Yeah, that's their flow. They own that flow. Oh yeah. That's their And and you know what? They like that's three six mafia. Like three six mafia started the whole triplet flow thing. Like I listen, like I like their song "Back Against the Wall." Like you can tell. Like I don't even know if that like is really a shining example of like them being a pioneer of the triplet flow, but yeah. it's just like I don't know. Everybody takes influence from somebody else. Yeah, I mean, there's a. Have you heard of a Tribal Quest? Yeah, I haven't listened to much of them, but like I do, I am familiar with the name. Yeah, man, those guys. Um... I think what was his name? Busta Rhymes was in that group, and Busta Rhymes is absolutely something. I think too much of the is like too like ugh. Yeah. Like even like the boom bap flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even that can be like okay, what are you trying to say, man? Like it's just so like. Kind of like the Logic album, the YS YS Four. Yeah, uh, Young Sinatra 4, yeah. yeah. Um, it was, I liked it. I enjoyed it, you know? But like the, cla- like the boom bap beat, it's just, it's it, can become, it can become a little bit repetitive. Even in trap, it's like mind numbing. It's just, uh, just okay. come on, get to the point. Yes, it, yes. Is it Molly this time? Is it Lean? Is it Xanax? Is it Percocet? Like, what are you rapping about? It is it the shit. girls you have? Is it the car? Is it the, yeah, the yeah. baguette diamonds? Is it the... Is it the grill? What is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have this one song that I made, and I'm excited to release it eventually. I haven't previewed it. I probably should one day. Mm-hmm. But um, it's literally... Uh, I, have you ever heard of these guys called Two Feet? No. Maybe. Uh, there's a song called... Um, I don't know. It's like... There's a song like, I had no need to fight... Tonight, tonight. Uh. And then, like, a bass hits. <laughs> yeah. Point is, is that I made this beat where it's just some synth bass with a kick, a clap, and um, I, sampled, I sampled a video from, I guess, you know, a pornography site just to get that, just to get one sound. You know, because, like, I would try to... That, that's up. a brave sample. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I was... Because, like, I was searching up generically, yo, like, um, a moaning uh, sound or whatever. And it sounded so... Yeah. Fake. So, yeah. I was like, so you need the authentic. You need the, the real... The you need it to come from the source, you know? Yes. And so I'm excited for that. And this album... For people to hear the, the moan sample. 
Yo, the moan sound makes it sound like it's dark, it's grim, it's freaking... Yep, like, that's how you know it's quality. That's how you know it's coming from the quality site. Quality. You know what? If you don't mind, can I play it real quick? Like the moan or like the whole beat? Uh, I'm going to play the part part where it just moans like the beat and the moan <laughs> all right this is this is what warrants the explicit rating of the episode but yes go on all right let's see uh it better not be like full audio just 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 the moan yeah just the moan i think all i right. oh, you should name the song mona lisa mona lisa yeah <laughs> that's good I, have, I think it's called it's called filthy all right that's you know what fills fills the vibe So it has like a two parts. Oh. That part. <laughs> so you like you put like a uh, you obviously did some like editing on the moan like you muffled yeah. it a bit and you kind of made it more bassy and like you gave it some atmosphere. A little deeper cuz I wanted it to sound more like um not Ooh. I just wanted it to sound dark, deep. like a gong hit. Yes, yes. It could have like maybe like I don't know. I feel like you didn't have to go through the mental struggle of going through the uh, p uh, ornography sites to um, yeah. you know find that gong. You could have just like or to find that sound. You could have just like searched up gong. But who knows? Yeah, I, I shouldn't. I'm not gonna interfere in your creative process. <laughs> Everybody's got their own thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, you know I probably there probably been better ways to do it, but like at the moment I was just like, it's raw. It came to yeah, you know um, raw, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in the moment, you know, in the moment stuff. Yeah, and that's like that's the- that's where a lot of great ideas come from. Just like spare the moment things. Like sometimes, like I don't know, just like art ideas and like any idea I have, like it'll come in like the shower. Like, I'll just be, like, sitting there, I'll just be standing there, and I'll be, like, hmm, that's, that's solid. Like, I don't know, some, something about, like, I wonder if, like, there's something, you know, like a meta, metaphysical engine within, within the bathroom that, like, inspires people. Yeah, you like, play music in the bathroom while you're showering? No, I don't, because, no. like, I don't know. I have family, and, you know, they have days, like, they have stuff to do, and, you know, uh, all that stuff. I'd be like singing in the shower and I'd be like practicing my voice. Maybe that's why I don't sound too bad. Yeah. People in the shower, they, they think they're Ariana Grande. Yo, that ass. I'd be trying to hit them. You know, you know, Daniel Caesar. Yeah. 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 I mean, great voice. Venom. And he's from Toronto. I think. Is he? I think so. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. I shut off my phone. So he might be, yeah, I might be wrong, but I think he's Canadian. Yeah, I know. Like, wow. And and get you like. Uh, yeah. I don't even want to do it. I don't want to embarrass myself. But it's like, you know, you get yeah. the idea. Listen to the song. <laughs> so. But yeah, he's yeah. he yeah. But like you listen, you're you're in the shower, and then it's you start singing, and then you're like, oh damn, who who's this scrub with with a five hundred k monthly listeners? I'll, I'll beat this guy. And then you go on the mic, you you play it back. It's like holy smokes, I suck. Yo, <laughs> yo, like most of my music, I um, I think it's also another way to make myself sound good because my voice itself, it's all right, but to make it sound complete and whole and uh, very full, you know, when you're in a stereo feels full, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel empty. 
you, I add, I harmonize it, so I layer it. Do you mind moving like closer to the mic? It, the audio's a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I want to make the uh, voice sound whole. Yeah. So I'll add, I'll sing high, like ah, whatever. Yeah. And then I'll go deeper, like ah. Yeah. And I just add a fuck ton of reverb. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like I have a hit on my hands. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you know. I mean, I think I previewed one of the songs on my Instagram where I uh where I had it on French, and it was one of the first ones. And that one I like sampled. I had four things on it. I had my normal voice. I had me yelling. Be the boy I see you go. Yeah. And another one. Be the boy I see. And the moment I'm seeing. You know. Yeah. So it gives it that little like kind of punch, like kind of like not punch, but like diversity in sound diversity and sound you know yeah and i think people should do that just layer yeah layer. layer it and you know but it's Make like it if you could put out a hit quick and get the streams and do your thing and run off and get your bag it's like people are gonna do that you know people are gonna and then i lives and shit like yeah yo but skirt i think with like like the genre drip making the flame yeah yo hey yeah, I realize I'm just, I just sound like Big Shaq sometimes when I do the impressions. Big Shaq, shout out to him, though. Like, I'm surprised nobody's made, like, a beat. You know how, like, how Kanye, like, samples the the voice sometimes and, like, made a beat out of it with Jesus Walks? I'm surprised, like, what's stopping, like, baby from doing something like that where he just goes, like, bump, bump. Bum, bum, and then like he he takes that and like makes a beat out of that and like he he's his own hi hats or something or like he like I don't know. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell the baby what to do. Yeah. I mean, I think the baby is just the baby is another guy, another example of someone that just has so much raw talent. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I was like I was looking at his XXL cipher today. Like he, that. Good. Yeah, or he had a freestyle on, like, one of the L.A. radio stations, and, like, he just murdered this freestyle. He, like, just talented dude, and you know what? He knows the game. He has, like, 44 million monthly listeners at this point, and he's created a sound that's uniquely his, and, you know, he might ride with that, and he might switch it up. Who knows? Yeah. Lil Mosey, on the other hand, have you seen his, like... Yeah, he's the man. He wants everyone to know that he's the man. Ugh. Dude, something wrong with that dude. I saw the XL, the XXL uh, freshman list the other day. For 2020. It's big. It's a big list. It's a good, it's a decent list. You know, you got Baby Keem on there. I like Baby Keem. Have you listened to Mosh Pit by Baby Keem? No, I'm just getting into Baby Keem. I got into him like a couple weeks ago. And yeah. Soda. And um, after yeah. that, I've heard he's like solid as hell. Yeah, he's Kendrick Lamar's cousin. That I, oh, I also was watching Zach. That's how I got into it. I watched him. You know who Zach Fox is? Yeah. Is he a comedian or a rapper or both? Oh, uh, I think. Like, he's a weird one. But, like, yeah, like, yeah, I feel like he just, he knows Kenny Beats and it's like, well, I'll put it out. Why not? Yeah, yeah. He's not bad, though. He's pretty no, cool. like, he has one of the, like, one of the videos he has is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Square Ups and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. He's, like, in the field of something. I don't know what it's called. But yeah, but Zach Fox was reacting to Baby Keem and was like, "Yo, Baby Keem 
is like I think he had like placements or not placements but lyric credits for uh Black Panther. Yeah, he he produced he was a writer on Black Pan- on the Black Panther soundtrack. Like having Kendrick like they were claiming he's an industry plan. It's like this dude is like super talented. Like I like the song Mosh Pit, it, like the instrumental to that song, like you got to listen to it. The video, it's like only a minute. They like, there's a whole part of the song where he's like, I am 50 cent over and over again. But like the first part of that song is so hard. Like I picture that beat, like that instrumental, like in Uncut Gems. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but like, like I, when I think of the beat for Mosh Pit, I just think of Uncut Gems and like frantic chaos and like Crown Heights, Brooklyn. That's where the video takes place. And I just picture like chaos and like, it, I just, it's crazy. Baby Keem is talented. Like, I don't know if you saw like the whole PG Lang thing that Kendrick Lamar is doing, but he basically put out this trailer thing with Georgia Smith and Baby Keem's in it. And like Kendrick Lamar, like you can see like the potential that he has to like incorporate Baby Keem into his music. Like if they did a collaboration, which I think they'll do, it'll be insane. It'll be nuts. Yo, I'm glad you mentioned Uncut Gems because that, that's also another hard watch. Yeah, it's brutal. I saw them theaters with my mom at, at like the TIFF Lightbox Theater, downtown Toronto, rainy day, dreary day, December 31st. And like, it was tense. Like if you want to, if you want to get some abs and like really clench hard for two hours, watch Uncut Gems. It's so hard to watch. It's such a good, it's like Joker and those just killed it that year. No, nah, Uncut Gems is better than Joker. Straight up. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. In I, my I, humble opinion. Honestly, it's crazy because um, Adam Sandler's never done anything like that. No, he had like um, Punch Drunk Love, Funny People. He's He's done some cool stuff like he's a great actor like he's talented he's one talented dude yeah yeah but that he, he got yeah, like adam and grown-ups too you know talking about the two twin like his twin like i think it was called like jack and jill that's what yeah called. that's horrific i saw that in theaters actually with my dad and i didn't know what was going on but i i still like i'm an adam sandler fan i like it like even grown-ups like those are all like guilty pleasure movies for me I shouldn't even say guilty pleasure. I unapologetically watch those. <laughs> Speak it to the earth. Bro. Yeah. 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 Respect to Adam Sandler. Yes. But, but Uncut Gems is far. The Safdie brothers have a different way of doing things. Yes. Like, they have this movie, right? And it's called, uh, I haven't seen it, but I think it's called, you know, I, I'm gonna, let me search it up. I think it's called. Um, Days or something like that. No, Good Time with Robert Pattinson is nuts, right? Uh, I think it's called Heaven Knows What. Let me let me search it up. Yeah, Heaven Knows What. And basically, they got like a, a, a girl who's addicted to heroin, I think, and she's the star of the movie. So it's like their approach is just like real life. Sneeko, the YouTuber. I really like this YouTuber named Sneeko. Very, very underrated. But like he has a video on like the Safdie brothers. So credit to him. They're coming up. I've heard, I've been hearing a lot about them lately, especially with Good Times and um... Good Time is another one. It's far, it's gross. Like you feel like you, after you watch those guys, like you need a shower. After you watch Uncut Gems, you need to shower with some like heavy duty, like head and shoulders, Old Spice stuff. And like, you need, uh, just go you ahead. need to meditate after that. I'm, I'm afraid to watch Good Times. I've been wanting to watch it. It's like, tough. Oh. It's on Netflix uh, here, at least. I don't know about American Netflix. I think it, it, it's on American Netflix, I think, because I tried to use a VPN to watch it. Um, 
but yeah, it's it it's honestly like parts of it in the mo- in the, in the movie are rougher than Uncut Gems. But it like I don't think it's better than Uncut Gems. It's not as like polished, even though Uncut Gems isn't polished. Like they're getting better every movie. Yeah, yeah. Yo, the ending for Uncut Gems. Spoiler. I don't want to spoil it. Oh yeah, shit, my bad. <laughs> like I don't want to spoil it. It you know what? Like I don't I don't want to put a timestamp on here or anything, yeah, just because like I don't know, whatever. But like uncut gems it as an experience put it on you have the time in a pandemic if you're lucky enough to have the time um you know watch it it's rough <laughs> it is rough i i miss movies i love movies like that that are just, just i miss movie theaters i miss going to a movie theater and sitting down and watching a movie and i know theaters are opening up but like what's the point yeah it's not it <sighs> i hope they don't close down but i think they do because the average viewer doesn't care and and that's what the whole thing is about appealing to the average viewer. They're not going for the movie fans, cine, uh, cinema, cinema nut, cinephile. I think the term is. I could be wrong. Um, that's not the term. Uh, or no, that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for you know the average viewer who's gonna watch a movie, forget about it, and that's that. It's sad. I hope movie. Th- Pardon? Have you watched Scott Pilgrim versus? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Edgar Wright's cool. I love Baby Driver. Sucks that Kevin Spacey's in it. Screw that guy. Yeah. Yo, Baby Driver is, is a good movie. There's some, there's some like, there movies that not a lot of people talk about anymore. Yeah, like, um, trying to, I'm trying to think of movies. Like, that was a, like, that was a good co- conversation starter, and I was so confident about being like, yeah, there's a lot of movies that nobody knows what, what about, and, like, I just didn't have anything to follow up I with. I thought I had something, too, but I was yeah, like, I'm just like, like maybe, maybe not. It's, like, one of those <laughs> ideas that people agree with, but, like, just, like, yeah, man, things are crazy right now. Yeah. Can yeah. you elaborate? Just look around, man. Like, you know, it's just underrated <laughs> everywhere. Like, I don't know. Yo, um, for instance, it's just, it's just, it's a ton of movies that are like, good. Um, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri is a really good one. I don't know if you've seen that. That's solid. I'm trying to think about this year. Oh, The Lighthouse. I don't know if you've seen that. That's with Robert Pattinson. That That's with Bob it, I saw that. I saw that in theaters. It's it's yucky. It's gross, but it's great. Let's not go there. It's late. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. It's it's late. That uh, Ari Aster, the director. That, that I don't even want to think about it. That like that is the that. Movie directed. It was like a the flower one. The one. Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah, that's the same guy, Ari Aster, and he did it the year after. It, it just Midsummer was actually kind of boring for me. Like I, Midsummer didn't do much for me. I have to say, like I, it was boring more than anything. Hereditary gets under your skin because it's like a, a tale that like it, it's 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 like it, it's because it's family, right? It's not like a cult in in Sweden and whatnot. Hereditary is a grind. It's if you have the balls to watch it, watch it. Like I watched Hereditary, and then that same night I watched It Chapter Two because I went out with friends and whatnot. It Chapter Two sucks. What I was thinking about that night, what like what like really kept me in my thoughts was Hereditary. That's what kept me in my head. That's what I was thinking. It's fine. Let's uh, yuck, yuck. It's gross. 
I'm gonna name one part real quick that's got to me, and I hope you don't mind. But one part that got to me, and probably not a lot of people is where I think she threw the book. She threw the book in the fire, and the husband just goes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and then the facial expression. Tony Collette got snubbed for an Oscar, man. It's uh, it like I don't know. Parts to that movie, that yeah, let's like it's it's the whole thing, it, like every point in that movie. Like, there's no f- nice point in that movie. Like, it's just so deeply unsettling. Like, there's parts in that movie, like certain points that are so deeply unsettling. Like, it's not even the highlight of the unsettling points. Like for me, it's it's the things you don't expect that are unsettling. I should I gotta switch my camera. I have to move to my low quality camera, my webcam, because for some reason I only get like two hours of of consistent video out of my thing. Off your what what are you using? I'm using my my DSLR, my SL two. So let's see. It's also not it's not that bad. I used to this is what I was using before, and then I figured out a way to like just you download EOS. Um, it's called EOS Utility Beta, and it you download the version that goes with your camera. And rather than buying a capture card, you just use um, your DSLR. It's better because like I got the I got a lighting rig or not a lighting rig like the old lights. I got one of those, so it looks a bit better. Dang. Yeah. So you, you really invested in, in the, um, you gotta get not really like here's the thing in terms of podcasts right now like everything's remote like nobody is doing things and which is good because i can get guests from like hey you live in chicago you live in jamaica let's let's have an episode because we can just go over zoom and it's great but it like that's why i kind of appreciate the moment now because it's like there's no pressure on me to have a legit high quality setup so I can use remote podcasting. That's the one good thing about it. But in terms of like investing in remote podcasting myself, like the camera I have before because I'm into photography, the old the old light I think was just lying around. So like that that helped. And then the mic I had before because I want to start a podcast a bunch like before and I never had the time or I was too in my head about it. So I didn't do it. So most of the stuff I have, this plant, it's all very it's all stuff I had lying around. I can't even say the word. It's authentic, raw. Yeah. You into any sports, mate? I do jujitsu. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. So you watch like? Do you watch any UFC? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Cormier versus Stipe. Did you watch the? Um, it was one of the most disappointing fights. Masvidal Usman. Yeah. What a what a joke. Too many foot stomps. Usman does his thing. Respect to the guy for you know getting his money and, and doing his own thing. But like, it's, it's just lame yeah. to f- hold a guy for five rounds. It was, it was tough to watch. I remember paying pay-per-view for that. Yeah. Yeah. I paid pay-per-view for it too. You know, the fights before that were good though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the undercard. Who's on that? Who's on that card? I just agreed to it being a great undercard, but I don't even remember. I don't know card. the name, but like, I remember watching one of the, what ones- was the co-main? There was three title fights. Oh, it was the Max Holloway, Alex Volkanovsky, oh. where, where Max Holloway got snubbed. And then what was the other one? I'm trying to think. It was a women's title fight, I think. No, was it? it was no. The, the, um, the one before the actual championship. I forgot what it was called. The, 
Here, let me let me search it up. Let me let me search this up. Sorry if you know the UFC two thirty two fifty card. Um, UFC two fifty was it? No, it wasn't two fifty. What? Which was it? Two fifty three? I don't even remember. No, two fifty three is in September. Jeez, I'm I'm all over the place. Two fifty one. Yeah, it was two fifty one. Okay. Um. What was the undercard? It was Andrade Nama Yunus, uh, Yan versus Aldo. That's what it was. It was Peter Yan versus Aldo, and it was Volkanovski versus Holloway. So yeah. Aldo is it? Is he like not? Isn't he getting old? Yeah, he got mauled in that fight. He was getting beat up bad. Yeah, and there was another guy. I forgot his fucking name. Cowboy. I think Cowboy was on that. No. Was he? I don't know. He's been fighting a lot. Like he fought a lot since the Connor fight. He's been losing. Yeah. Yeah. For him, man. No, did he? I don't even remember. Was Cowboy on that card? Let's see if I still have that tab open. Let me look at Cowboy Cerrone's record. I realized that I could have just searched up Daniel Caesar where he where he was born. Cowboy UFC record. Ah, oh, fuck. Cowboy UFC. He lost to Anthony Pettis. That was his last fight. He lost in a decision. He's going downhill. I yeah, he, he can retire. Honestly, like I wouldn't be mad if he retired. Yeah, especially yeah. got from Connor, which is yeah. Sad. That was oh, he's from Oshawa, Oshawa. So, that's where Daniel Caesar's from. So that's that's, that's yeah, yeah. It's a it's like an hour, a couple, an hour and a bit away from me. Shit, dude. Just say fun. just say Toronto, and people are like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> or Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, I think I know that place where it's like Vaughn, Vang, Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn, 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 yeah. Vaughn, Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. Vaughn. Shit. Vaughn. Yep. Toronto. Okay, Toronto's like the right side of Canada. If I if I think no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's to this. It's this way. It's above Michigan and all those other. Places. Yes, I think so. We could look at a map. <laughs> yeah. If necessary, but yeah, it's you know it's Toronto, and then. Toronto's basically, and then like Niagara Falls is right by the border. Get the Great Salt Lakes. No? Salt Lakes? No, they're freshwater lakes, the Great Lakes. They're all freshwater. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah. 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 Man, I need to go back to school. Yeah, same here. I'm I'm honestly excited to go back to school, despite the fact that I'll have to wear a mask and most of my friends might not even be there. Who knows what's going to happen? If they feel comfortable going back and stuff, it's like, I'm just excited for something different other than being at home. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that I'm disappointed about is like I won't maybe I probably won't have an, as much time for the pod for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's like good to switch things up. Yes, I mean, shit. I love it. How many grades are it? It's like twelve grades? The same thing as like the U.S. Yeah, it's K. It's it's K to twelve. That's what it K is. That's crazy. Fifteen. I was in like ninth grade, bro. What the hell? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. That makes sense. Because like you would be sixteen in grade ten if you had a if you had an early birthday. Mm -hmm. And if you had an early birthday, you'd be fifteen in grade nine. Yeah, it's just the joys of having late birthdays, which is I don't mind. I'm I'm born uh, my birthday is October twenty eighth. So if you wanna keep that, if you're a fan of the show and you wanna wish me a happy birthday, I don't mind. Hit me up on Instagram. Um 
October twenty eighth is my birthday. Hmm. I was the same birthday as Drake. Oh, October's. I hate how he took October for himself. Like, screw you, man. You don't even get prime October. You don't even get Halloween, but you still take October for yourself. Screw that, man. October's very own. I'm October's very own. How about that? Are you born October as well? Yeah, 28th. 28th? I'm 24th. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not that far away from Halloween. He's actually a week away from Halloween. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's Halloween going to be like this year? Just a bunch of masks hanging on like a, a distanced stick, and like you just take the mask bags and you run. Honestly, Halloween is just an excuse to go party. To be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't say like last Halloween I just stayed home. Like I had I would I dressed up as Bob Ross, but then I just stayed home. Bob Ross. So it was yeah. just for your pleasure. Yeah, you know, because the year before that I was like toxic with school i hated the like all the teachers i had i was working myself when i didn't have to i just took school way more seriously than i should have and i like didn't even i just put on a black wig for like half the day i didn't even have a halloween costume so in grade 10 i was a bit more uh, positive and stuff so i was just like you know what let's dress up as bob ross and you give out candy and stuff this is the same culture as here no yeah yeah no we give out maple syrup bricks and we throw them at kids and if they catch it they catch it if they don't they'll go to the doctor no i'm kidding oh maple syrup no no i'm kidding i'm kidding it's just you know candy <laughs> the cauldrons all that stuff you know wow man i think canada i think between canada and u.s is pretty similar no yeah it's more or less it's the you know we feed off of what you guys do more so than you feed off what we do yeah. but like you guys, like, I find that you guys are way more ignorant when it comes to Canada than we are to the U.S. just because we use or consume your stuff more. Like, like my friend was telling me she lives in Pennsylvania, right? And she was telling me about, like, um, how they did, a, like, a Skype meet with a Canadian class. And all the kids in her class were like, do you guys live in igloos? Do you guys... Do you guys take snowballs to snowmobiles to school? It's like, no, you morons. There's houses and architecture and... We still have suburban sprawl. We still have not sustainable communities. We still have um, energy problems. And, you know, we still got all the things you got. Just to a lesser extent. Yeah, you mean like low-income communities and everything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'm not either in all the projects. I don't think like, I I can't use that term. Like, it's not my, like, the projects, you know? Like, look at me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like the, you know, the the high-rise, like, um, living areas yeah there's an area there's like some pockets where it's like damn this is rough yeah yeah a lot of people here like toronto the toronto area like uh, you even hear it in your rap like nav talks about living in like rexdale i know i crap a lot on nav but like he like rexdale and all that stuff that's an area outside of toronto i obviously can't speak on the culture and like what it's like just be like i can i'm kind of an outsider i'm i am an outsider looking in but yeah it's it's there you got it's like your notorious jane and finch area even like you know areas in like scarborough there's like a lot of stuff you see on the news i don't know how i'm not ex- pardon how come you don't like nav no i just clown on the guy just because sometimes it sounds a bit repetitive and like one time i made a joke on the podcast with aiden actually i was making fun of him a bit we were riffing back and forth but like i do i do have respect for the guy you know made it out of a city all that stuff yeah 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 Yeah. so like i don't know whatever sometimes you just need content and stuff to talk about so like I, one time I, I like made fun of amy schumer and like i don't know like sometimes i just say stuff for the sake of saying stuff it's like i don't i don't have anything against these people i just say it because why not that's the I'm, joys of having a show in the internet age you can do whatever yeah 
uncensored, man. I mean, that's the beauty of everything that's going on, you know, mm. especially with like Twitter and like all this Black Lives Matter stuff. It's like people are being able to expose people for what they are, I guess, you know? I guess, but on the opposite end, you have cancel, you have cancel culture, you have censorship, you have people attacking each other for difference of opinion. Like some of the stuff with the BLM organization is very shady. Like how they've raised billions of dollars, but don't funnel that back into the community. Like what's going on there? And I could be wrong with the funding numbers. Like I'm not equipped to talk about everything, but a lot of the stuff is shady there. And if you talk about that, then you're, you're bad. Like, like how they want to say they want to get rid of like the conventional family structure. Like, that's not cool. Like you can't just say that and say it fits with your narrative or like how a BLM organizer said uh, in Chicago, the, the riots and looting were justified because it's modern day reparations. It's like looting, looting. Yeah. Like I, some of the stuff, it's just like crazy. Like if somebody on the opposite end of the political spectrum said that, then I don't think it would slide as fast. Like, I don't think that would work. No, no, no. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough, um, topic because you don't know who you're talking to you don't yeah know and somebody could take it out of context yes and like i mean it's just i mean that's just a hard topic to even talk about to anybody because i mean you know there's like it's like i think there's like literally two sides maybe and then there's a gray area where it's like i, I agree would, you know, I, I would know. say i'm gray area because here's the thing like if you want to talk about the blm movement I've almost like talked about it ad nauseum uh, on the show, but like let's let's do it anyways. Why not? Why not? Why not get into hot water, <laughs> hot ter- uh, spicy well. territory? Might as well. Um, if you're listening up to this point, that you know what you're ready for anything. Um, but yeah, like the term BL Black Lives Matter. The thing is, at the end of the day, it's a vague term, right? It, it makes sense, of course. Black Lives Matter. Why not? I'm I'm with that. But because it's so vague it allows the organization behind the slogan to push the goalposts to their needs. So if they say we want to get rid of the nuclear family structure, they can do that because it's vague. And if you don't agree with that, then you must be racist as Abba and preach say. Yeah. 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 But I think as well, um, another thing I've noticed about this whole BLM thing is that, you know, I guess, um, spreading awareness is great and all, but to be honest with you, most of the time I'm looking through Instagram and I'm just sliding. I don't, I don't even bother. It's all phony and BS. Like you're not donating like the whole blackout Tuesday thing. I didn't, I did not participate in that. I stayed away from that as fast as I can or because honestly, all that did was it, it diluted the flow of important information and, and it just made people seem more important than they were. Like when I saw all the celebrities doing, I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. You're just doing, you're just doing it to stay relevant. Like, especially you- like i don't know people people that have no platform to i mean oh let me say this before i get if anybody watches this and just starts to shit on me behind yeah the- whatever you know okay. uh, like but, um, i'm open to these ideas like chase paves was on the podcast uh, it's a very talented artist and like i don't agree with everything the guy said but like his thoughts on like you know uh black people being independent and like starting their own thing and doing their own thing. And like how you was talking about black wall street and everything like 100%, like that's that, like, I, I respect that a lot. I, I dig that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like there's definitely problems, but the whole thing of like the virtue signaling culture takes away from serious things going on. 
Yes. Like, like, I don't know. And then it's also who's saying it, like the, the narratives and like, are people being paid behind like these organizations like Candace Owens, for ex- Candace Owens, for example, like she works with Prager University and uh, Prager U and Turning Point USA. Like she's a conservative, but a lot of her points are cool. Some of them aren't, but a lot of her points are cool. But because she's affiliated with that organization, it's like sometimes you got to wonder like the legitimacy of what she's saying. Yeah. It's, it's hard to take information from anybody nowadays because it's just the credibility is barely there sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, especially now, I, I when I look through Instagram, there's a lot of when during that time, a little bit back, it was just a bunch of that. Honestly, like to be vague, to be a little vulgar i didn't i didn't give a fuck because it was like it was coming out of someone that i went to school i went to school with you like you know you're working a nine to five job shut the fuck up (laughs) it's yeah the whole virtue signaling thing yeah they're like oh yeah this is fucking wrong this is shit i don't care about your opinion dude like you know let me be the assessment of that maybe i you know but and then another thing is i saw this girl dude no name because then i'm gonna get yeah, you don't want to get flamed by these people. If I do, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. If but, they're listening up to this point, like, thanks to you. Like, my, I don't have the greatest viewer retention time numbers. So if they're listening up to this point, thanks. What do I care? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It might suck for you, but, like, what do I care? <laughs> I get you. But there's this girl that I saw, and she put on her story, said, if you're celebrating July 4th, and I see you celebrating July 4th, I'm blocking you on all social medias. I screenshotted that shit and I looked at it and I said, shut the fuck up. Who the fuck up? Purposely, I don't really celebrate July 4th ever. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not your thing. I'm Mexican. I don't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> I grow up to. Yeah, not saying that I don't have pride for America, whatever. Do you, right? Is it Cinco de Mayo more so? Than- I don't even celebrate that either, you know? You're just like, what? I, every day is the, you know, it's all, even in a pandemic, it's like, what are you celebrating? Like, what are you, yeah. where are you going? You going to the beach with a bunch of other people? Like, fr- 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 exactly. frick that. Dude, and I was, I was so tempted to be like, you know what? Fuck this girl, dude. I'm going to post something. But I was like, you know what? Then Why do you, you don't want to put that energy out there. You yeah, don't like, that negativity, that whole that whole vibe. You don't you want to get rid of that as much as you can. Exactly. And so and then what pissed me off the worst is that her little fucking click screenshot <laughs> it and reposted. I'm like, you too? Yeah, wow. yeah. It's like you're gonna now. It's just like the the average American or the average person is the enemy. It's like, are you stupid or stupid? Dude, yes. Like then, for celebrating July 4th, that could be a time for where families get together and that could be a time of positivity and all that stuff. Of course, like, here's the whole thing about like people decide that now revisionist history is the way to go. Yeah. It's like, we can't have a nuanced view of anything right now. It's either you got to be on one side or you got to be on another. Nobody, if you're in the gray area, then you're raw Yeah. 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 But I continue on with this girl and I'm like, I'm you need a vent. You need a vent. I'm blaming her. Fuck this. Yeah. Someone had to. I have to get this off my chest because I've I haven't been talking about it, and I've only talked about it with my dad. But I'm gonna say <laughs> it anyway. So this girl decides to put her um, story about being sexually abused. Okay, you know that's that's every woman has a right to to go out there and and say share their story and be brave enough to say that because it takes a lot to do yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah, one hundred percent. One percent. That's I'm all for that. You know, um, and so that's cool. And it's very inspiring. It's like, okay, cool. The same girl. 
And then she's like, let me be a haven for all of y'all. If y'all guys want to say your story, blah, blah, cool. I'm like, okay, where is this going? She added the word anonymously. I said, okay, there is a problem there. If you want to, the reason why I think there's a problem is that if you're, if you want to talk about, if you want to allegedly, if you want to put someone out allegedly, right? Mm-hmm. Because this came, this came, I'm saying this now, and I know this had a really bad effect on some guys. Maybe they did, maybe they done it. I don't know, but it had a bad effect on them anyway. Wait, so the people accusing were anonymous, but the people they were naming, they were named. not anonymous. Like oh. they said, the people that were accusing anonymous, people accused not anonymous. That's it's, a slippery slope. That's, yeah. that's, that's. It's a very dangerous area. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's dangerous. That's. Because like. You because you can. Yeah. You want to believe every woman. Or you don't want to believe it because you don't want it to be true. No one, who wants someone to be, you know, sexually assaulted or raped or anything, right? No. No one. No one. I, I wish it's not true. <laughs> but if it is true, don't talk to, don't talk to someone to repost it anonymously. Yeah, talk to that's that can help you. You know, that's that's. I don't. I'm. I, that's you. That's that's strange. You know. Yeah. To that, I don't. I can't say I'm with that because, like, you don't know what's behind that. Like the term "believe women," like, like that was popularized. It's like, yeah, I, some of these stories are f- gross. You know, it's like I, you want to believe these people and be on their side, but at the same time, it's like people are people. Like they have vendettas. There's revenge, and I'm not victim shaming here. Don't think that's what I'm saying. If you've listened up to this point, that's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm just saying some people suck and some people will will twist things to to benefit them. You know what I mean? Like some people will lie about stories and and just to either get their name out there, whatever the case may be. But to be anonymous and then to like have the power to call somebody out, and it's not like these people are celebrities or anything. Like like I don't know people's lives at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, and the whole like. I don't know who this girl is. Please don't name her. But like the whole thing of her being like, you know what? Uh, This is my platform to give you guys a a chance to speak. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like it's the element of virtue signaling is there. Like there there could be ulterior motives there. Just her, like, I don't know this person, whatever. All All the words, all the disclaimers, all the words. It's just strange to feel like you're entitled to give people a platform like that in a way. Yeah. It's, it's harsh. Cause now like, you know, I mean, this is how much of an effect it does. Oh. And as well as like the people who decided to speak up on it, like, yo, this isn't really right. Blah, blah. Exposed. Them. Oh, this is fucking disgusting. I can't believe there's people like this. And I'm like, wow. Like, you know, yeah. Like, you just got to stay away because at a certain point, like you have to question, is this, a, 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 the Me Too movement, number one, like sentiment, one hundred percent, great movement. But it's like sometimes you gotta wonder: is it just becoming a witch hunt for the sake of becoming a witch hunt? Like, I don't. Is it? Is it? Is it just like I, that? Didn't even make sense. But whatever, I'm gonna stick with it. Is it just becoming a witch hunt? Is it just become like attack whoever? Is that the goal? Is that the goal with it? Just attack whoever, and that's it. Like, like. Like, I don't know. Like, some of the stories that were coming out, it was, like, just bad dates. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Aziz Ansari story, the comedian Aziz Ansari. 
Like, it's just too much was out there and it seemed like a bad date and I don't want to victim shame all the words. You know what I mean? All the words. Um, it just seemed like very weird and he apologized for it already. So it's just like, I don't know what a person's thinking when they put that out into the void. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's a very hot spot because I mean, you know, it's it's not really something you want to joke about no. or even even go farther and like be like yo all women are lying no no that's not what i mean like no, no, no. i don't know i'm also 15 what do i know you know what i mean like yeah, like yeah. It's, like i know stuff but what do i know i mean you know i'm 19 as well like i'm barely you know getting yeah, into the whole, yeah. The real world technically so you're 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 an infant Who's who's done? Yeah, you're, you're you're, I don't know, infant. That's lame. But like, that's a weird term. Whatever. It's late. What am I gonna do? With it, excuses? St- I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, <laughs> but but like, you're an adult, kind of. You're like a glorified adult in a way. Not yeah. and that's not a knock on you. That's just like, yeah. You're like an infant adult. That's the term I was looking for. You're you're a very young adult. You yeah. you've experienced being like a respected person who's taken seriously for a short amount of time. You're in the infant stages of being an adult. And imagine, imagine that like someone like her, that's going to be, I mean, it's just cause like, do you think it's actually brave of what you did or will someone else, let's say you're looking for a job and you know how jobs are. They look, yeah, they look through everything. They look through everything. Are they going to look at this and be like, yo, that shit was fire, you know, props to you. Are they going to look at like, wow, this girl really likes to start con- like controversial shit or really it's just fucking with people like- Or this. even the people who are accused, are they going to know that when they're hiring the person? Yeah. Like if they did it, they did it. Like, you know, all, all the words that, you know, they did it. They're guilty. If they did it, they did it. But yeah. like, what if you're falsely accused? You know what I mean? Like, you know, and you're accused and like, there's no interest in due process anymore. And in a lot of cases, there's no interest in like taking this to court. It's just the court of public opinion that they're bringing this up in. And that's the worst to be honest. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Because social media is toxic, man. Like I see the whole cancel culture stuff on Twitter. Everything is over party because it, it used to just be like, you got, you did something bad. It was in the news for a bit because the news cycle wasn't so fast maybe it's stuck around for a while but other than that like in a couple in a couple months to years like nobody remembered now it's like everyone remembers and the dogpiling like it's just dogpile after dog like people attack the person because i don't know there's something about like people one getting their frustration out and number two just like they want to watch the world burn around them you know what i mean yeah they want to see somebody go down they want that F you moment. Yeah. Like now you know what it's like to be in my position. So like it's humbling, man. Like all these celebrities, like even the dumb controversy, like it can really like wreck with someone. Like yeah. it can, it can, I don't know. Especially if like your whole job is to be a podcaster or something, somebody can get offended, put it out into the world. You just lost a lot of money. You lost sponsors. You lost a lot just because somebody didn't like what you had to say. And put it out of context sometimes as well. Yeah, that's, dude, uh, like, Joe Rogan had um, 
this journalist on her name is Abigail Schreier right and she's talking about like um uh the trend like this boom of like um kids coming out as transgender and she was talking about like evidence behind it and how like there's an element I don't want to butcher her her findings and and her um her uh journalism but she was basically saying like in groups like this, this school of thought about like, I'm different. I I'm, I'm trans, uh, is very prominent in friend groups. And this is responsible for the rise in numbers. And it's like, we shouldn't be giving kids life altering hormones at the, at young ages. And Esquire put out a, an article or like a, a sound bite clip thing on onto their Snapchat stories. And it's like, Joe Rogan puts on uh, anti-trans lady, activist to discredit trans youth and it's like that's she said she mentioned in the in the podcast how she was basically like i know trans people i respect them i'm with it 100 if you feel this way you feel this way i get it but it's like she got completely like it was just attacks just attacks on this guy and, and this lady and like there was no malicious intent what she was saying in what she was saying she was just trying to share her findings being honest yeah you can't be honest. Like, oh, like, I think, what was it? I think they were talking about, there was a lot of controversy between, I think, D. Wade's uh, daughter. Yeah, his, his um, daughter, Zaya, I, 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 you know. You know, and that's, that's tough waters because, you know, she's, she's so young and, or, I mean, I'm not going to. Yeah, the whole I don't know. It's better just to like even with the whole trans. Like I get it. Um, okay. you know, if you if you feel comfortable expressing yourself in a certain way, like, f- cool. You know, yeah. like if it There's makes you feel. Nothing wrong with trans. Is yeah, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just kind of like giving like my my crappy secondhand retelling of what Esquire did. I get you. I get you. I get it. You know. It Sometimes, like, like mm-hmm. when I'm talking, I I like it's a meta thought where I'm like what are you going to say next? And then what I say doesn't make sense. But when I'm just in the flow state, mm-hmm. then what I say makes more sense. I think, the more, I think the moral of this is that, is there an age where it's too young mm-hmm. to do certain things, you know? Yeah, like there were stories about three-year-olds transitioning. It's like, when that's I was, th- that's wrong. Sorry. Yeah. What do you know at three? I was a mouth-breathing moron at three. I still am in some cases. I walk into doors. What do I know? Like, yeah. it just becomes weird. And it's like, are the parents putting the pressure on the kids? Are they implanting ideas? And that's the whole thing with curriculum, like changing the curriculum. It's like, are you exposing kids to new ideas? Or are you putting ideas in their head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. It's, it's tough. All that stuff. Is tough. But at the end of the day, what do I know? What do we all know? Fuck. What do I know? I'm. I have a. I have a mic. I'm using Zoom to record this. It's like I'm a dork. What do I know? I'm a 15 year old kid who's done 30 something episodes of a show. You know. I like that. Well Lame. Done. What do I know? What do I know? Nothing. We just hit some hot waters, dude. That yeah. Was- like, I guess. But if people aren't okay with talking about stuff, it's like that's their problem. Also, I have 134 subscribers. My viewer retention time isn't great. So it's like, if you listened up to this point, thanks, thanks. Like, there's no malice in my heart when I talk about things. Like, I don't have any, like, contempt or rage for these people. And I'm sure you do not feel the same, or you feel the exact same way. Like, I'm just trying to talk about stuff. And that's what people don't understand. Yeah. If you can't talk about it, then 
it's like it's like why do you why do you pursue why do you pursue it so hard if you can't even talk about it you know what i'm saying yeah 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 i don't know i don't know man it's it's a strange world but what i did notice is that if you are on one end of the extreme you won't get attacked. If you're in like the middle trying to be the, the voice of reason, you're the one that gets attacked. If you're, if you're Ben Shapiro talking about how I will not use trans pronouns, I, I, do, I will not call, if you are a biological man, I will not call you a woman. I, I, I will not call her Caitlyn Jenner. That, that was one of the big, uh, the viral clips that went around. It's like, if you're on either end of the political aisle, those are your beliefs. So you won't get attacked. But if you're like treading into new waters, trying to be open-minded, you're the one that gets attacked. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you're definitively anti or pro something, you won't get attacked. If you're trying to open discussion, you're the one that gets frigging crushed by the media. Yeah, man. This wasn't like this like in 2010, in 2010. No, no, no. It's accelerated so much. And I think that's due to the Trump era, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like ever since November 2016, whenever that dude got elected things have been crazy that's why i'm almost thinking is it like socially better like i'm thinking about 2020 and like just as an outsider looking at i'm thinking about what's going on are you gonna vote in 2020 i plan to i'm still for me it's like because it's like kamala harris has a very i don't know if you know this but she has a very bad record of being a prosecutor she kept thousands of people in jail for like marijuana she kept them in jail for cheap labor i just saw this article on on breitbart which is a conservative news site and the intercept where they were talking about how um she didn't look into uh, a priest uh sexually abusing people because um the 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 church behind it like funded her campaign oh that's fucked yeah like she's not perfect you know yeah you know it's like getting like it's and, like voting joe, peter versus darth vader yeah it's like joe biden is also partly responsible for the mass incarceration we see but now they're acting progressive so i don't know i'm not trying to corrupt you in terms of voting oh, with no. my half realized ideas i'm just you know talking i just you know I, I love i love conversations like that because it's just being honest and dead ass you know yeah like, like no. to be honest with you i i have no idea I, I have to do my research and figure out what you yeah. know but i mean i don't know don't listen if i have to give you one piece of advice as a 15 year old dork who knows not that much um do your research and don't listen to the mainstream media don't listen to them because they have narratives they're funded by people with those same narratives who who want these people to to push their ideology and and that's that and that's what's going on so don't listen to the mainstream listen to independent people who give you legitimate facts and find the facts yourself don't rely on you know yeah surface level info i'm familiar with andrew schultz i love andrew schultz andrew i schultz. love andrew schultz Hi. i you thought Okay. I love Andrew Schultz. Can Both. I just say that? Yeah. Respect to that guy. That yes. guy's a G. You know what? And he's making his money. And you know what? He's, I'm a fan of comedy. I have comics on the podcast all the time. More comics are coming. All, that, all, the, all the words. And he created this independent model for comedians. He, he's the pioneer of, you know what? I'm going to do my thing. I don't need all these organizations like Netflix. I'm just going to put my shit out there. And if people rock with it, then they rock with it. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to his podcast a lot. Flagrant 2. Flagrant 2 with Akash Singh. Very entertaining. I don't agree with everything, but it's entertaining. 
it's it's amazing to it's amazing to watch and hear because it's just he's just so honest, so blunt about his things, especially yeah, with he like, doesn't sugarcoat. Yeah, no, not at all. With his pieces, like like the ones where he's like, "Yo, turn your phone around. Let me show you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, fucking five. Those five minute, five to like ten minute pieces. The one he did on like uh, the whole uh, Ghislaine Maxwell thing that got blocked by Facebook and everything. Yes. Like the one where he was talking about the you know gender pay gap with the U.S. Uh, soccer team, women's soccer team. Great. Like he hasn't, he doesn't miss right now. Like he's on a streak. The one with Joe Biden. Yeah. That, that was one of my favorites because. It's just so honest. And realizing that Donald Trump's a shitty person, but so is Joe Biden. Joe Biden doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, the guy needed um, – I don't know if you saw the video of him asking Kamala Harris to be his VP. But he there was a script that he had to read off, probably took multiple takes because it, it seemed very fake. You know, they could have magically done it in one take. I highly doubt it. But his phone was also upside down. So, like, is this guy really there? Is he all there? He's gone, man. He's gone. He's not there. You know, he's he's in a different dimension right now. You know, he's in the sunken place. He's he's like he's like yeah. Aldrich was like yeah. We need a guy who can do math. He's like, and then (laughs) Joe Biden's like five trillion, five trillion billion. And that was like um like the purple signs are behind him in that in that clip. I'm trying to think. It was like for um the Asian Latino community, something like that. I I could be wrong. No malice in my heart when I say this. But yeah, he was like five hundred trillion billion uh, million five hundred. So, so, uh, uh, you know, it, there's a 17 minute compilation from 10 months ago, and it's called like Biden's brain is melting. <laughs> that was 10 months ago. Imagine what the compilation could be now. You could have a compilation double that just from th- 10 months ago to now. I saw another video right there on 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 that video with Andrew, and uh, he was like, "Yo, like, he was grabbing this kid, like, very close." Yeah, he sniffed the hair sniffing. <sighs> this is a plant, not a. It's a plant. It's know? hard to watch. I mean, not the not just that clip, but that was, oh man, that was Andrew Schultz is a G. It's really, he's just down to earth. Yeah, he seems he seems cool. Like. He seems like somebody you could just like chill and have a talk with. You might not disagree on it. You might not agree on everything, but you can still vibe with and have a good time with. Oh yeah. He just seems like he just to laugh with and everything. Like, yeah. Like he doesn't care. He doesn't sugarcoat. And that's what I like. Dude. Like I had a guy on the podcast and he was like, uh, like he was like, Oh, I'm not a big fan of comedy. Comedy is just a way to distill information to dumb people. And I'm like, you know what, man? I have a lot of respect for you. I think you're a provider. Andrew LeBlanc. Let's just Andrew LeBlanc said it. I disagree with Andrew LeBlanc. I love comedy. Comedy's great. Everybody needs levity in their life. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, comedy's like an art form. It really is. It is. It is an art form. It's 100% an art form. Yeah. Because not- you're judged every 12 seconds. That's what Jerry Seinfeld said. Because every joke you make, like, you can bomb and people judge you every 12 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's you gotta be on it. If you're there for 30 minutes, you gotta be catch the attention within the first minute. Yeah. Or 30 seconds. And if you're if you're not vibing with a crowd, you gotta it's it's a it's tough. And you know what? It's a like it takes 10 years, they say, to like really perfect the craft. 
so you're struggling and you're going, you're on the road, you're in clubs, you're doing all this stuff, you're, you're grinding it out, competing with all these other people. And sometimes you don't even make it. It's a rough, it could be a very tiring, hollow existence in some cases. That's like music. Yeah. That like how many SoundCloud rappers are going to fail? If they're still using SoundCloud, all of them. (laughs) Yeah. SoundCloud is kind of, you know, it's still great, but it's, it's dying. It's not, it's not all there. It's like, it's like, um, I don't know anybody that uses SoundCloud as its main platform to listen to music. It used to be like, that was it, but like, not really. No, and I was even, I was talking to Aiden one time and I'm like, the term SoundCloud rapper has such a stigma to it right now. It's like, why not promote your Spotify as the number one thing? Because not a lot of like Spotify is a big leap. Like there's like those guys who only have SoundCloud. They don't have the distribution services. And then there's those who are still very small, but have all the distribution services and they're on all the other platforms. So I'm like, why don't you promote your Spotify as number one? Mm-hmm. But like, SoundCloud is still very organic and like a lot of young people still use it. I was debating putting the podcast on SoundCloud. It doesn't make sense. I was thinking about only putting music episodes on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. The only the ones with musicians, because that would be cool. But even then I'm like, nah, just nah. Where's this at? This is going to be on Spotify or Apple music or both. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on YouTube for the, I like YouTube. Like you can't go wrong with YouTube. Nah. Like YouTube is where like, like not a lot of these podcasts, like these small podcasts have the video aspect. And although it's just zoom right now and it's not a multi-can like full studio setup, I want to have something that differentiates myself from the pack. Yeah. Yeah. Very well done, man. I mean, I guess, I don't know. It's, no, like, it's all right. you, like, I mean, I've watched, I watch a lot of podcasts and I'm not saying it just to boost your ego or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, you're 15. Fuck. I don't know. I wasn't as open-minded and smart as 15. I was still like, like trying to figure out what girl do I want to like. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm still 15. Like sometimes like, I wonder if like, I like, I don't want life to just pass me by. And like, because I'm so caught up in the professional grind, I miss out on like living and like being a regular 15 year old kid. Like, I don't want to miss out on that. But at the same time, it's like, if I can get ahead of all the, of all these chumps and I have the selective ego going and I can like really get in the zone, it's like, could I just pass all these people by and be a monster by the time I'm 25 and have an empire on my hands? Yeah. It's yeah. just, I mean, are you planning to go to college, mate? I, I would like to, I would like to, you would or kill- university. Like, like, I don't know. I don't like to especially with this because here's the thing it's like one day people like you one day they don't so you know so there's things about like not having a plan b but at the same time it's like you want to diversify your opportunities like i have the artwork as well as as the podcast like the artwork is something completely else and then i do my photography thing i'm not i like to keep things separate but i like to do that and then i i made a music video with aiden skira so it's like, I try to do as many things as I can. I have my own ventures on the side. Like I'm, I'm trying to do stuff. Like I don't put all my eggs in one basket, but at the same time, I don't really have like my plan A is being independent. My plan B is there's no plan B. Yeah. Plan A. Always. Yeah. It's plan A. And That's my plan A is just being independent. It's a fucking great way to live. That's a, yo, bars. yeah, it's a great way to live, but it's also risky. Hey, yo, if there's no risk in life, then is it even life, man? Like, shit. No, no, it's not. 
it's not. No. Props to you, man. I mean, I guess. I don't like to, I don't know. I'll beat myself up over this episode. I'm already thinking about, like, I'm think I, I put my head in, like, a YouTube commenter. Because YouTube commenters are toxic. They'll rip you to shreds, yeah. right? They don't care if you're 15 or if you're 80 and you're, and you're on it. They'll rip you to shreds. They, everyone's got an opinion. So I'm thinking about like them taking a quote from me, just saying something like dumb while I was like in the flow state. And I'm just like, damn, I suck. Especially and the I, hot water take that we did. Yeah, yeah. I don't even care about that. yeah. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I worry about my ums, if I'm saying um too much, if I'm saying like too much. Like, I'm hard on myself, man. Like, selective ego. That's what I got, man. Selective that's ego. That's the decent... I think it's pros and cons to any ego, you know? Mm. Too much is like, all right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you even have confidence in yourself? Yeah. Well, like, I would need some amount of confidence to put on long-form shows onto the internet for anybody to consume. Yeah, dude. For real. Like, eventually, like, in order to, like, this is Jordan Peterson quote, but it's like, in order to critically think, and I'm paraphrasing here, but in order to critically think, you have to be able to risk being offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Bars. Yeah. Shout out to Jordan Peterson. He's recovering from COVID-19, and he's recovering from an addiction to benzodiazepine. So, hope that guy's doing well. Jordan Peterson. I'm going to... Look into his, look into some of his stuff. It's inter, he's interesting. He's like a part of the whole like intellectual dark web bubble, like the Joe Rogan, that whole vibe of Ben Shapiro, Dave Rubin, that like that whole sphere of intellectual uh, YouTube and and public thinkers. I feel you, bro. Yeah. Yo, we have to wrap this up because I'm I'm ready to sleep. Yeah, I know. I think this has been the longest episode. Oh, really? Yo. Yeah, I think so. So hey. you have a record on your hands. Yeah, let's draw. I'm like, is this going to go over three hours? Like, I don't even know. Oof, it's late, man. It's late. I, this was fun, man. I that hope was- you enjoyed it. Please share this with all your friends so that it does numbers it deserves. Oh, yes. And all that stuff. Such a pleasure, man. I appreciate it. Dude. All right. Get some sleep, study. I don't know if you're partying. Keep your distance. You know, all that stuff. No partying for me. No partying for you. All right. Salute, my man. All right. Take care. You too, man. See ya, bro. See ya. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Conversations from Yesterday YouTube channel. All the best.